0: Do you want to make your own podcast? If so, you're going to need a hosting service. Go to this link, bit.ly forward slash A-J-M us. That is A-J-M-S-E-N-T-U-S. Just for using this link, Buzzsprout will give you $20 for an Amazon gift card free and clear after your second monthly invoice check out bus you can check them out free for 90 days all you need to get started is just to sign up just to have a little bit of that that initiative get that thing going you can get into all the top podcast directories apple podcast spotify stitcher you can listen on the google play the Alexis, and so many more. We're on about 17 different podcast directories and it is amazing. You can find us almost anywhere just by searching our author title, Average Joe's Media, or our title for the show, Things You Think You Don't Care About. Easily create and publish episodes. You can upload your Buzzsprout easily. It'll go to all those directories. Your stats are easy to understand. They're easy to show. They're easy to demonstrate. And everything you need in a podcast At your fingertips. See how Buzzsprout works in just 60 seconds.
1: Podcasts are amazing. Information and entertainment at your fingertips and earbuds. Maybe you could start your own. You have things to say, but like, how, right? Meet Buzzsprout, the easy way to start podcasting. You record anywhere, and then Buzzsprout distributes it everywhere. Start with some gear that you already have and a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout helps you find the right equipment at the right price. When you're ready to publish, Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Now your listeners can enjoy and subscribe to your show wherever they want. You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed you'll see podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together.
0: Start your podcast today. Go to the link bit.ly forward slash AJM sent us and let everybody know what you got on your mind, what you need to let the world know about.
2: One, two, three, and to the foe. Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio. Ready make a podcast, so turn it up. Cause you know we about to mix it up. With music, sports, games, and more. On the podcast, things you think you don't care about. Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby. Two guys with mics getting crazy. We picking up material daily. So don't miss an episode.
0: Welcome back to the podcast. Things you think you don't care about by the average Joe's. Average Joe's media. Media.
3: Media. 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 So man, I tell you what. I am I'm a tired patriot. Yeah, me too. You know what me I mean? Too. Out here, struggle is real being a fact finder. Yeah. Being a truth speaker. Yeah, facts aren't always what they seem to be. I mean, I was thinking the other day, we were talking. I was like, you know what, I I need I need a couple of days off. Yeah. From this intense, you know, cue hunt we've been on. You yeah. know what I mean? You need to watch wanna, some TV. We need to. You know what we need to do? What was that? Next Netflix and Joes. <laughs> that was gonna sound so good if I properly executed it. Too. That's fair. Well I wouldn't be the average Joe's if we didn't properly execute every now and then. Yeah, now. I mean every once in a while you get tired of the red pill. So you know what I mean? Pop back a couple blue ones. That's fair. And uh, That's fair as Netflix long as Joes. As long as when we're popping pills, we're keeping it clean.
0: That's fair. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo, and I'm the Average Joe. And today we have special guest, uh, Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott, yes. the the Mr. Scott. idolized former high school basketball coach of the South Garland Colonels, um, uh, envied by most of the teenage boys at the uh, at the school because he was he was lucky enough to. To land one of the coolest teachers for his wife, eighteen years strong, isn't that right?
4: Eighteen years in July—that's correct.
3: Wow! So uh, I mean, talk about two of my favorite educators of all time. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. I think uh, I mean she made Spanish learning Spanish fun.
3: Muy bueno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, all uh, the Spanish we we use on here—it's all thanks to her.
5: That's right. (laughs) Every every, all twelve words.
0: (laughs) <laughs> we still yes, remember. Yes, 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 absolutely. So we're uh, just
3: uh, viviendo el sueño. 24 is siete.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, man. <laughs> we're so coming at you in two different languages, but we it's do fun appre- stuff. we
0: do appreciate the official uh, permission to to relieve you of the Mister title. Yep. And go straight with Trey. Absolutely. Yes. So Trey has joined us today. All right. And uh, you know, there's always that little. When do we when do we match the same plane as the people that mm-hmm. we grew up idolizing or, or you know looking up to or whatever? And uh, apparently that was two weeks ago. Yeah. When we, when we reached you, it, it was much sooner than that. Oh, well, oh, okay. yeah. In <laughs> my eyes, it was.
4: I mean, it was probably eighteen years ago, actually.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, right, right about this time. Yeah. Well, I, my first experience with that was when Jordan was playing soccer and I rolled up on Miss Blumber. Um, whose son was also playing soccer, and I was like, "What's going on?" Oh, nice. It was a lot of fun, but uh, no, we were uh, we were we were excited about this. Uh, we love that you're, you're on. We love your participation. And we were talking. We were out to dinner uh, with Alan Walkowitz mm-hmm. uh, Friday night, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And Joe Boo was right; uh, I just needed to get to a restaurant and get over it. Sounds good. It was good stuff, but uh, we were we were sharing what at least my most epic memory of you is. Mm. Which is? Okay, so I don't remember the details, but this was great. All you other uh, South alumni, if you were there, you remembered it. The shot heard around the world. But it was a student, faculty, basketball, or volleyball game.
4: I I think it's volleyball. I think I know what you're talking about. Mm. And
3: you're on the far side of the gym, (laughs) and there was a commotion of disrespect and tomfoolery happening on the far side of our big gym at the very top. Yes. And you being just like the ripped Herculean teacher that you were, You just threw that ball up and you sailed it across the gym. I did, and it was amazing. And then we all like just lost our minds because it was the coolest thing we'd ever seen.
4: Yeah, I did. I, uh, that was the most epic
3: academic drop the mic yeah. moment we'd ever seen.
4: It was a it was a jump serve, and it was uh, strategically placed. Nice. Yeah,
3: I mean, if if it was Top Gun, you'd have been on uh, Goose and Maverick's team yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Well, we're, we're talking movies, so it's, I was throwing in a fair. few references. That's fair.
0: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, uh, first of all, we want to say thank you for the support. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Very, so.
4: very much. It's fun. I've been looking forward to it.
0: Man, uh, and, you know, just getting getting people in here. So a lot of times been a has been a struggle last week with you. Mm-hmm. You know, the work came up, yep. right? And uh, with Joe today, a little bit, work came up. And so uh, we'd like to... We like to say that we are uh, flexible, as flexible as we possibly can be. So mm-hmm. but we're just glad we were able to make it happen. We've had a couple uh, where rescheduling hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it gets a little frustrating at times. But, you know, Joe and I, we're pretty, we're pretty diligent. We'll, we're jumping back on the horse and calling them up until they answer. Until they give us a firm yeah. yes or no. I mean, know? yeah,
3: and plus, we have technology. So right. between well, Skype and Yeah, you know, that's right. Streaming. They don't have to come mm-hmm. in studio, especially with COVID. Which I'll is tell is you big. what. I mean, because we're... I mean, we had somebody over from Indonesia. That's right. Uh, via no, via no. the Skype. No, 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 no. It was Indonesia? No, no, no. Wasn't it uh, s-
0: was it? no. Wasn't
3: it?
4: Was it? No. Wasn't it Singapore?
3: It was Taiwan.
4: Yeah, it was Taiwan. Taipei, Taiwan, Singa- yeah. or Singapore, yeah, no. like that. yeah. Taipei, yeah.
0: Yeah, Taipei, Taiwan.
3: That I think he he, he Nor- used to live in Indonesia. Maybe that was it. Maybe. you talented individual. Joe, talented, talented individual. Okay. I I appreciate having him on. It was no, good no, stuff.
0: No. no, no. We appreciate him having him on. That's fair. Yeah.
3: I mean, I've heard it both ways, but uh very much so fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. That's but I mean it's great. Super it been super fun this last year or so getting to reconnect even, you know, job wise. Right. And so uh you know, said it before I'll say it again. Cannot thank you enough for your support and everything that you're doing and your role at the school. We were very lucky thank and you. blessed to have you, my
4: friend. It's a it's a good place. I was lucky to uh I was lucky to have landed there.
3: Well, it was uh the kids uh the kids really look up to you, respect mm-hmm. you. They're real excited. And I was like, you guys want to come? And they're like, oh my gosh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> and uh, But uh, no, we really do appreciate uh, They can
0: you. in about six years. For How old that's are they? Fair. The eighth grade?
4: Going the ninth. Go in the ninth. Going to yeah.
3: ninth. Yeah. they got four yeah. years. They, they, four they, four they were years. both promoted. Almost to the day. Yeah. They were both promoted. So it was like,
0: yes. That's, oh, that's... <laughs>
4: That's, you know, that's 100% rare. of students. That's good. Across America were promoted.
3: So yeah, I think well, that, uh, really, that really helped me out in the other area too. Yeah. Cause I was like, what's up? Jordan's a senior
0: now. What? <laughs> so I think the last time that, uh, before this interaction on the page, uh, the last time I saw you, uh, John was working with you. The Gingrich group, John Jacobus. Yeah.
3: Realtor of the stars. Realtor yes. of the
0: stars. Uh, and uh, we were we were setting up uh, you know Saturday or whatever summertime I don't remember what it is but uh, just a pickup game mm-hmm. of basketball and uh, and you were there and I was like oh everybody's losing now just because nobody was <laughs> six four <laughs> you know nobody was the uh, the tight end the NFL tight end coming to play ball but uh, but man that was a blast from past, it was a uh, four years ago five years ago something like that
4: yeah probably uh when did when did he leave when did he it's been four years at least. About, and, yeah, yeah,
0: he's he's been the the realtor game solely yeah. for about four, maybe five. Yeah. But te- uh, teaser alert. Yeah.
3: About to about to creep on in, about to step into the podcasting game. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so
0: just a little just a little, little shout out, little plug.
3: John Jacob right. the
0: Gingrich Group. We don't. We don't don't have, have a name yet. We don't have a name yet, but uh, the first episode, as far as we're aware, will be the Average Joe's on the john jacobus podcast whatever that is whatever that's going to be called looking
3: at y'all's alma mater flag i just yes. came up with a perfect name for you john if you're watching or yeah. i should say when you're watching because you're always supporting that's fair uh Gig'em with the Gingrich group yeah. okay yeah there you, you go know?
0: That's, that's
3: and then the, the sign off's like hey. hey you know kind of like you're the font but hey. like, uh, catch, more us like a, as,
0: catch us next time hey <laughs> more like an a&m version hey
3: so uh good stuff man good <laughs> yeah. stuff
0: Oh man. Okay, so uh, as we talked about, we're getting out of politics and conspiracy theories today. Uh, if you watched any of that last episode, listen to any of that. Uh, we started getting out of that because I mean, let's face it. We will investigate as much as we can. We will uh, keep our ear to the ground to a lot of that stuff. But uh, but the average Joe's, we need a little. We need a little back and forth. That's that's witty. It's a lot less serious than it has been the past couple episodes. and uh,
3: Well, in our defense, so. the last God, leave the two times we've recorded something, one on uh, Highly Unapologetic yeah. and with John, we've both touched on a lot of current events. That's true. And that's we've true. kept the conversation going. So this is kind that's of true. technically first, our first episode really kind of off. <laughs> yeah, that's but fair. as we segue out fair. of that, I do want to point out one cool thing coming soon. Uh, you know, the Average Joes, they uh, – Sometimes when they can't go to sleep, they accidentally buy things. And so we got some, uh, that's fair and fact checked, challenge coins coming. Now, yeah. they're really not challenge coins because we don't have that much money. So they're little acrylic things mm-hmm. because they run a promotion on Sticker Mule. Okay. but So they could be a keychain. They could be earrings. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know?
0: I didn't know that. I just thought they were stickers. And you no. kept calling them coins. And I thought yeah, they were stickers. Because yeah. uh, you've always could,
3: promoted stickers. That's fair. But you've now never they, they do their acrylic stickers. things. stickers. You okay.
0: know? So it's a keychain. Or kind of yeah. yeah, or like a like a bag tag,
3: yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. Or you can even use it. Uh, you know, I don't golf, but don't you have to have little things for golf balls? Oh, you
0: can use it as a uh, ball, marker. ball marker. Yeah, oh. or you could use
3: it uh, for you know, um, in poker
0: as a chip. Yeah, you as can a use chip. Use it as a chip.
3: No, but you know, because you, you, you'll you, only get one. Well, you got the blinds dealer chip. Yeah, you oh. know, and I usually like oh. to take a singular chip. Usually, like if it's the, like a high yeah. high one, and put that on top of my. Card, you uh,
0: know, so now you're gonna put the a- average Joe's Media that's fair and fact check challenge, yeah, coin, yeah,
3: we'll see, vinyl we'll see what it looks thing. like,
0: okay, okay, good, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I appreciate the ingenuity in thinking about what we could use them for.
3: Well, I mean, between that and our pocket staffs, you have you seen these? No, oh. they're sweeping the internet. No, so it's- you have seen it on some movie somewhere,
0: yeah. probably
3: but it's online now and so it's it's a pocket staff i know what you're saying average joe what's a pocket staff it's a staff that fits in your pocket yeah it's about okay. uh <laughs> it's about
4: are we talking like a okay you know like, like a a moses staff yes like,
0: well yes. no like more, like, kind of, more like kind a kind of more like a donatello from teenage mutant ninja turtles oh. meets
3: meet inspector gadget yes okay so basically it's about this cap let me see the camera here it's about this big all right this like long and uh you push it in and this bolt that's like perpendicular uh, goes flat and then the staff shoots out of both sides yeah it's, it's gonna be something like out of a crazy yeah moment. like if you've
0: ever seen if you ever watched any of the percy jackson stuff he had a little pin that converted okay. into okay. a sword yeah except yeah. this would be like a a double-edged got uh, it it's a pocket staff staff you know yeah. And not a sword though. Let's just clarify. Not a sword. It's, it's a not staff. gonna be sharpened unless it meets my bench grinder. Okay. That's fair. And I I'm mean, working on the studio or not the studio, the workshop in the garage. That's, that's, that's fair. Speaking of something else that's coming that's new.
3: Average Joe's Media Productions presents
0: Average Joe's Media Productions or Creations, cornhole boards, custom cornhole boards yep. for mm. your backyard or front yard or for your Lake House. Lake house, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, two by four material, so they're stout, heavy, mm-hmm. uh, half inch board, so they're not the flimsy stuff that you buy at, uh, what's it called, Academy mm-hmm. or Dick's or mm-hmm. wherever. And
3: uh, yeah, no offense, future sponsors.
0: Yeah, yeah, no offense, no offense, but they're, these, uh, they're these made fl- to mass these flags produce. flags aren't free. They're made to mass produce. Oh, right? that's, that's fair. And so mine are, each one is individually made by me, just got the six inch hole uh, saw, yep. and I got a couple ready to go. So, uh,
3: if you want the, holes the, to throw things into, right. you, you call Average Joe's Media. <laughs> average Joe Boo's going to set need a you hole up
0: for a target. We got you. I mean, he's going to paint
3: you. it up for you. He's going to yeah. shellac it. We'll even give you two. You know what I mean? He can put lights on it that blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's you be know, so like, uh, if that's your right. aim's off a little bit, you're going to have like a little glowing target to nail. That's right. I've been looking for so like it's good a, stuff.
0: I've been looking for a woodworking hobby and a uh, potential, yep. potential thing to you know sell if somebody wants it. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, man, this one fit. Once I looked at the dimensions of how to make it, I said I can do that, and so I started to.
3: I mean, here's the thing: you are like any entrepreneur. Yeah, you you are trying to fix a problem. Yeah, fix you a know? problem
0: and maximize my skills.
3: If your corn needs a hole, <laughs> Average Joe's Media corn holes.
0: Let's get it corn holes. <laughs> I don't think it's plural. No, but, I don't know. Well, uh, you know, it is. It, it is, is what fun. it is. I was. I was yeah, that's myself. coming. That's coming soon. So right now, I'm in the processes of figuring out how much it makes to, or how much it costs to make it, and all the different variations of it and everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, fortunately, uh, I'm making one for for the former. And uh, and I told her I'm using this to do every iteration possible mm-hmm. with the board. So it's gonna. Right now, it's raw, unstained, unpainted. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna stain it like a dark walnut. It's gonna look real, real good. And then I'm going to paint it solid, solid white, just, if you want just a solid color, here's what it might look like. And then I'm going to do like an American flag or, or some kind of thing on it uh, after I paint it solid. She doesn't know that yet. She's probably going to learn that out right now. But, uh,
3: well, I know. mean, let's keep in I mean, mind here. We're, how long? Are we're, how much has she given me for this? Well, we're 17 minutes in, so the question you have to ask is, yeah, are you still listening,
0: Kelly? That's, well, uh, here's, here's the thing. She may not have started yet. Oh, she fair. likes to jump in the middle.
3: That's fair. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, that's, you know, she likes her podcast, like she likes her Oreo. That's what she said, "Cream filling, right there. Just take it apart. Good stuff, oh, okay. right there."
0: <laughs> oh, that was horrible timing. Yeah, so, that's fair. Okay, that's so, fair. So,
3: book club. Oh yeah, coming book, soon. Book
0: club is is uh, off uh, the docket. <laughs> 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 Not, oh. it's it's been nixed. And, uh, okay. Well, we'll, well I, thought we were, I thought
3: we were I thought we were going to pick it up.
0: No, no, we're not going
3: to pick no, it up. No, okay. So mm-hmm. just
0: just so we dive right into a little bit of current events, just a little bit, just a just a skosh. Uh, Space Force. The president Space has Force. started Space Force, and he might as well just should have called it Star Trek,
3: based on that's, the based I mean, on the that, emblem. That's fair. You know, and the flag.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, the f- emblem's on the flag. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, but hey,
3: which came first, the chicken or the egg? What's Emblem underneath Or the it? flag?
0: Is that the star date? Is today the... Is, is that the star date of whenever it was established? Yes. Okay, awesome.
3: I mean, it's it's not even really trying not to look like Star Trek. No, not at all.
0: Yeah, like, they should... I mean, They said, should have just said United States Star Trek.
3: Mm. <laughs> 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 I mean, they I would I would ask if there's any copyright infringement, but you know the, the patent office. No, there's enough you know, of the yeah. uh,
0: there's enough of the longitude and latitude on the globe behind the emblem. There's enough of those lines right. where it's more. And
3: then they're going to say that you know, the the other object is more of a spear t- tip, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, or like an arrowhead. Yeah, type. yeah. I mean, I've, heard, so, I've heard it both ways. Just so but. we just so we cover all bases. That's fair. And and are all inclusive. So. Uh, <laughs> So, so anyways, they got the North Star on there pretty good. I think that's what that is. Isn't that the North Star? There? I, th-
3: I think so. Yeah, that or a yeah. Christmas ornament. I'm not really yeah, sure. well, it could well it could be a well, tree in the background. The other ones look like Tie Fighters. Uh, uh, the ones that look like more X's from my, my vantage point. Okay,
0: so that could be the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, man. What you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Well, or didn't falcon. he? Well, excuse I mean, me. excuse me. Falcon. Falcon. Millennium falcon. falcon.
3: But uh, you know, here's the thing. I don't mean to, to dog on anybody, but. It also was kinda of, you know, this was displayed the same week he came up he called some initiative he was doing warp speed. Oh that's right. So it's that's just right. like the, the, it's really the vaccines. Yeah, the vaccines. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's kinda of hard. I mean, when you're I mean, he must think to himself it looks like Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's fair. You know. That's fair. Oh, Star Trek or, or or Star Trek.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Either or I mean I've heard it multiple times. So but.
0: the binge worthy
3: This is volume concept. three, isn't it?
0: No, volume I thought it was volume two. Okay, if it's Volume Three, we'll change the title.
3: That's completely fine. Yeah, we I have time. Remember.
0: We got time. It's editable. So, Space Force on Netflix. So Space good. Space. <laughs> Space Force on Netflix. So, for any of you that were uh, that were missing the Steve Carell in the sitcom, in the dry humor because he left the office probably from a dispute over pay or a dispute over his role or whatever. Uh, For any of you guys that were missing Steve Carell over the last, what, ten years, eight years, something like that, he's been off of the episodic-type television for for a minute. Well, he he did the
3: the new show on Apple TV, which I still want to watch.
0: Oh, on Apple TV? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so for half of the continent or half of the world, because if half of them don't have Apple TV, they have – Android stuff And they don't get it
3: That's fair It's, it's kind of yeah. like Newsroom uh, Meets the, uh, the What is this The CBS scandal Or NBC scandal With uh, Matt Lowry You know what I'm out
0: Yeah
4: Matt Lowry Matt
3: the Matt Lowry Lower. Lower, Probably See i want to butcher All mm. kinds of stuff today. No that's Just good be prepared well, I'm glad you came prepared yeah. yeah I try so hard But anywho But yeah So he had a role in that That was more of a Dramatic serious role Like some of the, the Different pieces He's been working on lately, Oh okay
0: Okay, well, but that's kind of my thought is that when I said the episodic, I also mentioned comedy earlier. That's fair, right? And so I thought Steve Carell is, is one of the three necessary cogs in the wheel that made the Office the Office. Undoubtedly, I mean, him, Jim, and Dwight. You could have almost anybody else paired with those three, and still do the the whole TV show, and it'd be just fine.
3: See, I'm I'm gonna add Pam. I, but I think that you though. could have
0: found a, a Pam. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, you could have found a Pam. I mean, who was she in like the first in like the first three years of the of the show? She was just this girl who was engaged to the wrong dude, and like secretly in love with Jim, and she never told him because she was nervous or scared or whatever. Uh, I still think uh, you could find any any woman to play that role could have played that and then that would have established the character for for the entire ten years or however many years it was. Well,
3: I think they tried to do the same Don't get me wrong, Jenna
0: Fisher is that that's her name, I believe. Yeah. I liked Jenna Fisher in the role, but she and but she played it well. I'm just saying back at the beginning, had she not been selected for it at the end of the show we would probably be having the same conversation about whoever the cast instead
3: my my personal opinion okay. you know i can't speak for everyone obviously but um i i believe a lot i believe that show that series went in a direction that was far different than it was originally intended to i don't think i think those characters are who those characters were because of who they picked i don't think those characters would have been the same with anyone else because of their interpretation, some other ad-libbing, and then just how many of those on the show contributed to writing and directing as the series went on. I, I just don't think it would be the same outcome. Okay. So you could, yes, could. Well, okay, that's a you, fair you, point. You could have And honestly, we'll never Pam, know.
0: We'll never know. But. And and regardless of whether or not we will ever know, Trey still has to watch The Office. So the challenge is issued.
3: You got to, you got to. It's, start it's, The Office. I'm going to tell I you. I mean, you have all summer, man. There's no excuse.
0: That's also, well. Maybe not all. Maybe not the entire summer. He's still got to get school ready. That's fair. Before yeah. the teachers show up. That's right? fair. Yeah, so, a portion and he of may summer. still be doing some things. Right. So, uh, start in season two. From a veteran. Okay. Start on season two, episode one. After you watch it, you'll you'll laugh at all the stupid, dry. Uh, humor that maybe wasn't even originally intended as a joke, but you know you've seen it at the workplace or mm-hmm. with colleagues or whatever throughout whether you've been in school or not in any job you've had and then go back and watch season one kind of when you're ready to watch. it's only six episodes or eight or it's very few for the first epi- or first season. but it was very awkward setting. It, like the first season was very I'm the boss trying to be your friend and I'm crossing lines with mm-hmm. saying some stuff and it's very tense feeling. Which is where all the dry stuff comes from. Yeah. uh, Season two, they kind of get into it. Now, if you want to be a purist, start on season one, episode one. Start if you want to be a purist. But you might get turned off after the first season. But I guarantee you the second season will will turn you on. How
4: many seasons are there?
0: There's like nine. Yeah. So the issue with the nine is you'd probably be okay if you missed out on seasons seven through ten because michael scott stop it my uh steve Carell right leaves the show i believe at the end of season six
4: and who came in
0: well he was already there it was the guy from the hangover uh who pulled his teeth who pulled his tooth out the dentist right uh, but
3: they did try they tried they tried somebody they tried big. a couple uh so spacey not spacey no. um i'm sorry not spacey um Spader, Spader. James Spader, James Spader was there okay. for a minute. Yeah.
0: Came in for quite a bit of the neck of that next season. Okay. but he With Kathy Bates, right? So she came in. She was a part of it. So James Spader comes in and like quickly establishes his role, which he's like normal in almost any role you see him in. Just that I don't know. It's just, it's like a what's his name Johnny California it all? Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, and. uh and so anyway, so he quickly takes that managerial role and changes it to the CEO. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in somebody in-house. Uh, Andy is the character name. I can't think of Ed Helms is okay, his yeah. name. And he replaces Michael Scott for the majority of uh, the last okay. four seasons. Um, but And, you know, it's fine. It's still funny because you still got Dwight and Jim, and what they do is they play pranks on each other, mm-hmm. office pranks all the time. And so anyways, if you – you haven't watched it, start it.
4: I will give it a shot.
0: Yeah. And and don't don't die off in on episode seven. Like Space Force.
3: So uh <laughs> Yeah, I think he's it, good. I think I just I just pulled it up. I think he's good for season one because Diversity Day in healthcare. I mean are, it's completely, completely relevant best, to what's going some on the right best now. Yeah.
0: But uh well okay, but there's some of the most cringe worthy Episodes as well, like something that's going on. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that.
3: But here, here's the thing, and, and my experience might be a little bit different than yours because me coming up in in an office setting in a workplace as opposed to a school setting, maybe true. Different. That's true. I, I originally wasn't in on this show, but a, a Boston mentor of mine, uh, he loved it. They were, him and our CEO were playing the the pranks on each other mm-hmm. with the Jello and the stapler and stuff, and uh, so so I was more. So I knew kind of all the different inside jokes. I started watching some of it. Completely fell in love with it because from somebody who had been in management for a while and seen a whole bunch of stuff, it's so just perfect mm-hmm. because you you know like every company has those characters. And so anyways, I don't know, man. It's just, it's pretty incredible. It's
0: extremely relatable
3: yeah. to this
0: uh, workforce. Yeah. And so anyways, it's just, it's so funny.
3: And as I described recently to someone who had not, um, not seen the office, they were asking, give me a show to watch. I'll suggest a show to you to watch. I suggested this, um, because even if you don't see that, but if you are a fan of any type of romantic comedy, Mm -hmm. Pam and Jim, one of the most epic love stories on television ever, but it's done not like in a sappy way. It's just, I don't know. It's just really great. Epic very epic epic is the word you're going to choose for that well did you see that um it's, when it's it's okay no john krasinski yeah you say that one right yeah uh, so he was doing that some good news yeah and so um during this whole COVID ordeal and so he had a couple on where they, they both liked the office sure and so he actually went to a gas station completely recreated the proposal
0: sure yeah, I saw that.
3: Yeah, and then they did the wedding with the whole cast.
0: So, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, great. just so we're clear, the average I say, Joe says I say that if, if you propose at a gas station while it's raining, you have an epic love story. That's what I heard. That is all of it in a nutshell. Yes. If you propose at a gas station while raining, and she says yes, obviously,
3: well, I mean, it could still be epic if she says no.
0: I, well, I don't think so. It's no longer love at that point. It's It turned to hate.
3: Well, doesn't it usually at some point? <laughs> <Jitter>. <laughs>
0: yes. Two out of three here. Oh, so yes. my
3: goodness. Uh, oh, that's man. Not, um, but, no, seriously, though, but real talk, though. I mean, any love story should be epic. It doesn't matter.
0: Oh, oh now you're getting sappy on
3: that. I'm just saying, if you're going to, I mean. Go big or go home. That's what we always say. Listen, the biggest
0: media. the biggest thing, if you, God bless, if you were going to say anything about it being epic, then the last season where he makes the DVD for her with all the cuts from season one all the way to season 10, I'm sorry if I'm ruining this for That's you. fine. But from season one to season 10, he makes all the stuff. He gets the help from the video crew, which he's not even supposed to do, and the letter from season two Christmas party, yeah. he still has and uses, which... Whatever.
3: Which is really important because the camera crew was the one who almost tried to be a homewrecker.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, regardless of trying to be a homewrecker, it was still a scripted show. It wasn't like a real... It wasn't like a reality no, no, I TV. know. I'm just saying. Okay. So... But anyways. So that's... Dude, that's the part of the whole thing where she says something along the lines of she doesn't know... She doesn't want him to like regret her because of a decision he's making, and he's like, "How could I ever regret you?" And so he does something to show her why he never would. Right. Right. That's dude. There's the there's the example of an epic love story, not just kneeling at a gas station while it's raining. It's a random gas station, by the way.
3: Well, it was a nod. Ah. Uh. I'm sure it's okay. like no, it's you know, okay. It was epic. It was epic. We're supposed to be talking unlogist. about space force right now. We're getting into the I, office and how little you clearly
0: know about. Yeah, well,
3: office. what can I say?
0: Good, it's still gracious. great stuff.
3: You're gonna love it. You yeah, know? you are gonna love it. And it's then a feel good. And just then, lovely show.
0: What's gonna happen with your space force experience that you've had thus far? You're gonna see where that humor type comes from, and you're gonna start picking up on the stuff that you maybe didn't pick up on originally.
4: And then I'll go back and finish space force.
0: We're hoping you do. Yeah, maybe for volume 3 it
3: we'll be like, "How'd you, how'd
0: you like the end mm-hmm. of
3: it?" So a lot of people, I heard initially say, "Oh my goodness, Space Force is not the Office." That's true. Well, that's that's fair. It that's a true. It was never going to be the Office. Yeah, but I still think it had some of the same uh, elements that we've been missing in a truly good sitcom. Now I know a lot of people are going to say there's good sitcoms out there on TV um, that a lot of people enjoy. I personally don't. So sure. this was this is one no, that that's I, okay. I I really. I don't think we have had anything like that.
0: And you're con- you're calling Space Force a truly good sitcom.
3: I think I just want
0: to I just want to clarify that I didn't mishear that. I just want to make sure.
3: When I when I'm thinking about a show that's kind of fun to watch or dishear it. That's fine. I mean, do you not consider it that's,
0: I'm sorry, this is me. I'm getting a phone call. Uh, a truly great special guest? No, 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 no. Uh a truly great sitcom is that in its first season? You're calling it a truly great sitcom.
3: I don't. I don't believe those were my exact words. Were they? Were they? Uh, is that our the fact-checking. Fact
4: yeah. So we have to check the tape on that. Yeah, okay. You have to roll yeah.
0: back. <laughs> that, that's the right answer. So uh, <laughs> from so what sorry. a truly great sitcom is missing, it gave you all those elements.
3: Yeah. So I wasn't calling it a truly great sitcom. I was just saying it had the elements for. The Making of a Truly Great Sitcom.
0: Oh, okay. There's that miscommunication Mm -hmm. that's been rampant in society here lately. Well, you know. Okay, so. Represent. So uh, So what you're saying is it has the makings to be a truly great sitcom when it's all said and done.
3: I think so. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. I think the satire was 100% spot on. That's fair. Um, I think the fact of just knowing that the minute Space Force was announced, the very first day he gets on the phone with a writer friend and says, dude, we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, um, what is her name? I keep forgetting. But
0: how long ago was Space Force in, in the White House? Like, for real?
3: A year ago. About right? a year, maybe? Yeah, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while, yeah.
0: Okay. See, I, I'm, I fully missed that. I had no idea. I thought it oh, was... Oh, no, that was a big deal. I well, thought it was this, like, this is back before you were watching the news. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair, but you brought it up when I started watching the news, so I thought it was like three months ago or less. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Right?
3: He, the Three months ago was when they first revealed the... Or displayed the emblem, and everybody ah, was like Star okay, Trek.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay,
3: okay. But the funny thing was, is Lisa Kudrow didn't know it was a real thing until after she would finished filming the, the series. That's fair. She just thought, oh, this was a really great script. Yeah. I'm getting to act with all these people. This is going to be fun. And then she started doing, you know, inter- the press circuit, and they were like, you know, so what do you think about this? And she's like, huh? And they're like, no, 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 Space Force is real. Let me, <laughs> And then she was like, are you serious? No, and they're let, like, let, yeah.
0: let me, let me, let me walk back a little bit. And you, like, you said Lisa Kudrow got to act with all these really good actors. No, she didn't.
3: Well, no, that's fair. She no, did not she get did to not. act with them. Mm-hmm. She had, it makes
0: complete sense that she did not know what was going on. That's fair. She had like seven roles in all ten episodes. Seven so she, scenes. Seven scenes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. One
3: role, seven. But I think that was a little bit of a, of a teaser because I think everybody anticipated that she was going to play a bigger role. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, fair. John Malkovich, though, made it man I do not think it would have been as good without him I think it was really good
0: I agree that he was I think he was perfectly cast for the role he was playing yeah or maybe still is
3: there's a cliffhanger I don't know I mean he just there's a lot of quirky roles that he, I think it, he just made for
0: that's true uh, the KG, KGB from uh, uh, Red no oh yeah Rounders Red. from Rounders Rounders, yes. Rounders. excellent excellent mm-hmm. movie uh, that's one that I'll if there's nothing else on I'll I'll find it yeah. on my movie list and play Cyrus it Cyrus
4: the Virus Conair, Yes. 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 <laughs>
3: wasn't he the uh was it they called him um the gatekeeper or something in uh the movie with Mark Wahlberg?
0: The movie with, with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. He's only done one. Which let's rack our wasn't brains it, which one is that? It was that
4: Mark Wahlberg. Done? The big hit.
3: No, it wasn't. It was more recent. It was a long time They're time trying ago. to shoot up. <laughs> They're trying Four to, Brothers? That's funny. They were trying to set it up to be like another born movie. But um uh, so he was leading a um
0: Dude, you have no idea what you're talking a special about. Special yes. forces
3: and it had the girl yes. from Walking Dead in it.
4: And it had the um the guy turned out to be Was, Her, he, was he Chinese or was he
3: Yeah, somewhere somewhere another. Yeah, But ended and up he being, was
4: he ended up being a triple agent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was that? It was
3: uh
0: how am I missing I Mark,
4: to, Mark Wahlberg? Was, and he was related uh, to someone, too. It was 22 Miles? Yeah, 22 Miles. 22 Miles, miles yeah. That yeah. was a good movie. Yeah, it really was. A really good movie. 22, 22 Miles. 22 Miles. If you haven't watched it, you
3: should, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. Is it on Netflix or anything? I mean, dude, out of, yeah, between it's out the there. two of us, it's on some streaming yeah. service That's we have. Fair. There's like 15 of them. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, okay. So,
1: uh, you so, know,
0: he's also the voice of the octopus in uh, The Penguins from Madagascar. No I watched. Idea. I watched that with uh, my youngest a <laughs> couple days ago, and uh, I realized that's him playing that, and he's like a mad scientist.
4: Oh, oh, Malkovich. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I mean, it it was. Let's face a, it. The right voice for the character.
3: The penguins are the best part of the whole Madagascar franchise. Well, either the penguins or the lemurs. Yeah, I just like the. I feel like the the penguins are mainly a play on Star Trek. Okay. Don't you think the head penguin really is trying to like push it like Shatner? Be uh, be a Captain Kirk.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the uh, and, and the then tall one is trying to be the
3: the bones. devil's
0: advocate there with. Uh, oh, oh, he's trying to be Bones.
3: I think so. But then okay. you got the one, the more pudgy one, who sometimes goes on a uh, like Scotty. Just goes crazy.
0: Okay, but nobody's Spock. I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's that's
3: Vulcanist. Okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> Never well. Never mind. There's. I just. I'm not touching that one with my pocket. My pocket staff. I'll put yeah. it that way.
0: I'm glad you clarified earlier what the pocket staff. Was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean.
3: Funny. Yeah. Somebody. Whenever we do the 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 preview clip for this one, I mean, it's going to throw some people off. Yeah. That's fair. Pocket staffs, cornhole boards.
0: So the the, the one that uh, the thing about Space Force that I thought stood out that was depicted very very well. Was the teenage, the high school teenage girl mentality attitude? Like I thought, I thought they they hit that nail on the head perfectly. Uh, the one thing they didn't, they uh, they exaggerated, in my opinion, was the uh, the school punishment for her flipping the bird to one of her teachers. Like they exaggerated that 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 happens all that type of thing happens all the time. And suspension from school is, is not what happens. It's a detention or a Wednesday school or something else.
3: Well, I think – I thought the whole
0: dating the Russian guy was a little extreme too. Well, I think that was extreme. However, he was a 20-year-old. She's 17 at going on 18, so she's wanting to date somebody older. Right? The whole Russian uh, intern, what was mm-hmm. would that be yeah. what you think he'd call it? I mean, that was a play on the whole Obamagate. Russia gate I mean oh yeah how many how many I wouldn't have necessarily caught on to as many of these as we not done those p- previous five or six episodes but how many like the underlying tw- tones of po- politics I was. I mean, obviously, the show is built on mm-hmm. making fun of Space Force from the White House, but
3: they were p- pretty even-handed though, which I appreciated. I thought they were as well. They, they, Russia they also... and
0: China were very evenly split.
3: Well, no, their depiction of that. Okay, I'm. I'm going to try to say this in a non, you know, triggering manner, but I'm not the biggest Ooh. fan of uh, the congresswoman China. that was elected. Oh, the last um, cycle. She's, I believe, the youngest to ever be elected, and uh, her initials are like three letters that she goes by a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not. I are can't you talking remember. about who
0: was depi- the Hispanic lady that was depicting? Her yes. In? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I
3: thought that was hilarious because
0: I thought the Potosi, uh, Potosi was and good the too. The Pelosi mm-hmm. there, I thought that was. I thought that was. was I appreciate it being
3: good. Set. That's one of the reasons I've normally. Always really loved Saturday Night Live is because their satire was even-handed. It didn't matter who was in office. It's true. Didn't matter either side. Generally speaking, they 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 poked fun at both. Mm-hmm. So it made it really enjoyable. So
0: then they had the senator from Oklahoma, the flat Earth senator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's was, like, and we all know that it's flat. It's yeah. maybe round, but it's yeah. <laughs> it's flat.
3: Uh, but so I thought that was really good. But the Trump, the, not the Trump, but the presidential tweets. Yeah. Was oh. hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, the conjugal visit that got yeah. interrupted by the president. really? Yeah. Sex for, for winners. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so funny. Are you men- did you get to that one? I did not get to that oh, one. Oh, whoa, so we're good. spoiling it for you. That's okay. You're probably not going back anyway. So uh, the other thing was at the beginning, uh, the fi- the four-star general, uh, where he had like 12 people or less, and his speech was getting like wrapped up. Mm-hmm. You know, hurried up. Hurry up! We got things to do, you know. And then the wife and the mom, or the the wife and the daughter, were like, uh, "When you got three stars, there were like a hundred people in a band." Yeah, <laughs> uh, was, yeah. Different administration; things are a little more chaotic. Yeah. You know?
3: Did they ever reveal what Lisa Kudrow's
0: character did? No, no. So, so she goes from this hoping we're about to live in in uh, in DC. Right Mm -hmm. in a house with that's fully staffed, because a four-star general over the Air Force has that, and then the news comes to her at night, you know, when she's in bed. Oh, I'm going to be doing Space Force (laughs) in Colorado, and then she starts like immediately crying because she's not getting the house that she knows what to expect, Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she's in prison. Like fast forward a year later, she's in maximum. Maximum security prison is what it looked like. Yeah. So, I mean, some of her lines in that though were awesome,
3: <laughs> were absolute awesome. Well, they're just perfect for. Her. I mean, I really don't think I've ever taken the time to watch anything with her that I didn't really enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You she really said, enjoyed Rome and Michelle's High School Reunion*. I think at the time I did. I mean, as much as I enjoyed like *What Austin Powers* and that's all the fair. other trash movies, that's we fair. Watched.
0: That's fair. I'll give you that. That's fair. Speaking. It was
3: entertaining for knowing who she was from friends. Right. And I think our trash movies were a lot better than, than today's cr- trash movies. Oh, by far. Yeah, I would agree with that. So a little segue, just a little sidebar that you uh, weren't going to let happen, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> because we got we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, you know people out there that uh, probably enjoyed this. Yeah. But uh HBO Max has The OC. Oh. And so,
0: you know, the kids so- when we get to, when we talk about Space Force here, we have uh, we have Lisa Kudrow, who's making friends with the guards, right. and she says, and at this point, I don't know if we know Louise is a guard, right, but we just know Louise is someone she confides in, and she says, if, there, if you can't do anything about a situation, just lean back and take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, one of the was... funniest things for a female prison. Oh, that yeah. was hilarious. That was hilarious. Oh, and if you take my sourdough bread, you're going to get poisoned.
3: It's fair. I, feel, I like the corn roast too. So funny. So funny. It was good. I think the only my only criticism of it uh, was that I really wish he would not have done the accent, like the changing of his voice. Who? Uh, uh, Steve Carell. He did a changing of his voice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you Steve, seen here. something with Steve Carell in it before? Yeah. Did he I do a changing of his voice?
3: Yeah, a lot of the time he was talking. He was talking like a, in a, a noticeably different tone of voice. Yeah, he was he was speaking a lot deeper. There were a couple he times like doing a vo- he was like doing a voice. It really wasn't like the, the, his natural speaking voice a lot of the time. Okay,
0: I, th- I mean there were a couple of times where he had to like pretend to be serious, I guess. And maybe I can get on board with that, but. Trey, I mean, critiques, because cause I know that you weren't the biggest fan going into this thing seven episodes strong.
4: No, I wasn't. I mean, I think that it's funny. I think that he's talented. I think Malkovich was good. Um, but you mentioned Saturday Night Live earlier, and it just seemed like just kind of one big Saturday Night Live. Like the, the, I think it was – was it the second episode where they had to – they tried to get the monkey to
3: – I was just about to say that that not. was – that was incredible.
4: See, I like it. Just got to the point to where that particular scene, I just wanted it to be over with. That's mm. fair. That's fair. <laughs> mm. I just got tired of it, and and it was funny, and and you know a lot of you know a lot of great lines, a lot of uh, a lot of relevant stuff. I think that the uh, I did see the the scene where uh, Lisa Kudrow mentioned about. Uh, just laying back and taking it.
0: Yeah. That was like episode 2 or 3.
4: And that was uh I believe that is a a uh, callback from long ago from when it it was um I want to say it was Clayton Williams who was running for Texas governor. Okay. And uh he there's I think there's a building at Texas A&M named after him. Really? And uh he Made uh, a remark such as that, if uh, a woman were ever to find herself in an unfortunate situation, that was kind of his answer to that. Oh, and that, Ooh, yeah, Aki wisdom. Wow. Yes,
0: ouch. Wow. Yeah. So he worked at A and M. He didn't necessarily. He wasn't necessarily a graduate of A and M.
4: No. Um. Uh,
0: so calm down over there before you start throwing
3: shade. <laughs> well, I school. mean, okay. I mean, which is worse, being educated or, or your education paying for? I don't know. Yeah.
0: No. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. No. Okay. I'm oh, sure the it stand
3: for misogyny. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's fair, but I think potentially COVID-19 came from uh from the Longhorn.
3: Yes. I'm if, just by, saying. Yes. If I'm you, just you, saying. It, by by longhorn, all, that's all I'm saying. If you mean uh the whoing Longhorn.
0: I'm talking bat. about. I'm talking about <laughs> Yes, if that was yeah. the name of the employee, I think, think Bevo took a little bit of the stuff mm.
3: to Wuhan. That's, that's that the University uh-huh.
0: of Texas and uh, helped collaborate with. I'm just saying. All right, that's, that's all
3: I'm saying. That's 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 saying. If we're throwing shade, that's fair. I mean, Shout out
0: to UT COVID. <laughs> UT COVID.
3: My goodness, but um, so
0: we, we cut Trey off. We that's fair. Him. So, and, in our defense,
3: we do this all the time. That's, that's right. You, to you have yeah. you, have, do this to you have watched the show before. That's so. right.
0: That's right
4: so critiques well like I said I think it was uh, I think it's funny um, generally and we talked about this before we started I don't get into comedies a lot right. I have not in a long time
3: well, I'm, I'm, I agree with you there and I think I shouldn't have said sitcom I think you hit the nail on the head I should have said this was a really great satire right yeah yeah because it really was a sitcom yeah. it was a hundred percent full sin mm-hmm. satire so it's fair um,
0: incorporated situational comedy. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's, I, I, I take and that. incorporated it. Mm-hmm.
4: But I could, uh, I mean, I will, I could see my. I want to, I want to see how it ends up. I'll finish up the last nice. three or four that I have to go, and Trigger. I'll, I will report back.
0: Okay. Good. <laughs> well, so okay, so what was it? What was it that turned you off? Because you clearly stopped watching. You had plenty of time to get to it. I what did. was the thing? That, that you just got you, you know you got beaten over the head with it obviously
4: yeah I think the fact that um, you know it it is it I mean the military I mean, they have to sign off on this because they did use the insignia and they use the I mean it's true mm-hmm. so when you do that um, they have some say so and I've read some things and it's fair. The military and Hollywood have a very good relationship. And if you're going to use their stuff, there's only so much they're going to let you do. Okay. So I think that it was, I just think it was a little bit milk toast. Okay. Um, I would like it to be um, like, I guess just darker. I would,
0: okay.
3: Okay.
4: That's just no, I think that's my fair. cup of tea.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that it'd be nice to have something, you know, like instead of a situational comedy, more of a situational situational drama or action type series, you know, Mm -hmm. that looked a little bit deeper into that. Because I'm really curious about it. Like I hadn't heard a whole whole lot about the actual Space Force, but there was nothing really on television during a period of COVID. And uh, Mm -hmm. I saw we were flipping the channels, trying to see a news update, and uh, Pence was, they were showing the commencement speech at the Air Force Academy they were doing early for the first time in its history. Yeah. And Pence was there. And um, he spent a great deal of his time talking about how these folks were going to be Space Force. Mm-hmm. And then, and the the students there were like all on board. And um, I think even in the, oh. was it the State of the Union, there was a reference to, to one of the folks there who was going to be tracked going to the Air Force Academy to be one of the, first round of people in space force whose dad had been or grandfather had been part of nasa and stuff so i mean Mm -hmm. there's there's a lot of people that have bought they might not i mean it's fun to poke fun at the name and the the emblem but there's i think there's a lot of people scientists military or whatever that are all in on this
0: well and i think rightfully they should be in terms of if it's a government program that they are going to go through then it creates a lot of of diversified interests and potential jobs and all kinds of other stuff i think that's true but when you're talking about pence talking to like high school students or whatever uh whenever he's giving his high school speech that was one of the most genius sign-offs that i have heard in a tv show maybe ever it was just it was hilarious uh what are you gonna do sit there like an idiot (laughs) or are you gonna join space force and reach for the stars I thought that good. was I thought that was hilarious. I mean straight faces could be and uh, in I mean that's pretty spot on how people that come in talking to high school kids I mean they're pretty blatant with some of the some of the way direct with some of the ways they they mm-hmm. talk. There's not that many people coming in from outside that are uh, are well versed enough to reserve what they're about to say right if they're passionate about something, they're, that passion is going to come through mm. crystal clear and very relevant in terms of the wording. I thought that was just so funny.
3: Well, you know, something to what you said, which we've covered in some of our, our uh, most recent episodes is you're right. Like the military, the government closely works with Hollywood and they use, you know, I think we all can agree. They use uh, movies and television and music to slowly introduce concepts to us. And so um, with what they're doing with space force, you're talking about something a little bit darker. Um, Apple TV, I don't know. When we I, when we upgraded our phones, apparently I got a year's free subscription. Right. So nice. I haven't got to – it's hard, though, because Apple's smart. They don't really let you cast a whole lot uh, to mm-hmm. non-Apple TV products. So haven't really gotten into it. I think you can do it on the Roku, though. But they have a series that's based on the Space Race in the 60s, and what if the Russians had gotten there first? Mm-hmm. So Oh, you tell me about this. Yes, yeah, so I want to yeah. watch that. It looks like it's really interesting. I like I like alternative history dramas like uh, Man, in High, Man Castle. in High Castle. Yeah, It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find it really interesting. Uh, well, the same thing with, uh, what was that uh, Tarantino movie?
4: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh,
3: uh, well, and Ingl- Glorious Bastards, right? Glorious Bastards, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like alternative, you know, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. I didn't
0: realize the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was, was a twist on a true story. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. See, I thought it was a true story.
0: Well, I mean, well, no. so it is, but it's not. The ending uh, is the opposite of what could have happened. Yeah. It's like what could. Oh, happened.
3: okay. Yeah. Still haven't yeah. watched it yet. Yeah. But, but uh,
0: like, there's a. I mean, there's apparently a lot of like little events that are. They put dates and stuff on there. You know, in 1964 or whatever the dates are. I forget what they are. 69. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, she the 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 lady who actually did lose her life in Hollywood. Sharon Tate. Was at. Thank you. Manson.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: Was at. Different uh, places at yeah. certain times of the day, and it was documented and stuff. Yeah. And then the people who broke in just get destroyed by Brad Pitt. Yeah. And uh, and Leo DiCaprio, right? The, yeah, well, and the, uh, yeah, yeah. And and it's like
4: I think that was Susan Atkins that he right did in with the yeah.
0: And how? What if they would have seen them? Or what if they would have broke into the wrong house? Yeah. Type of stuff. Yeah. Right? right. Okay. And uh, and then Sharon Tate lives. And mm-hmm. so, anyways, I first of all, that movie does drag out a little bit in terms of telling probably most of what actually did happen up until the alternate ending.
3: Yeah, I need to. I probably need to watch that. I really get It's stuck. not one
0: I would recommend you watching at like midnight.
3: Okay. Well, I, I'd nice gotten off to. Of I hadn't seen probably the past two, maybe three Tarantino films, mm. just because I don't know. Like a lot of the stuff I liked. Yeah. 90s and and aught, you know what I mean. Yeah. You go back, you watch it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to go back and watch Pulp Fiction just because. Yes. To see if I enjoyed it as much as I did back then, and yes. you do. Okay, that's good. Well, <laughs> yeah.
4: I never and every time. So, I've seen it. it, it <laughs> I've, I've probably no, I mean, seen I've, Pulp Fiction a hundred times it. at least. Wow.
3: Well Well, the Jordan would come in and work. He'd get. He's been getting up fairly early uh, the past couple of weeks doing schoolwork and stuff, and uh, still trying to finish out. So he'd come in the room. I'm getting ready to start work and. And uh, I think we were going to do stuff on Saturday. So he comes in there, and and he's like, let's watch them. I was like, all right, that's cool, because everybody else is still asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're flipping. And he referenced something of uh, Django. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I was like, well, I never watched that. And he's like, Dad, you never watched this movie before? And I was like, no. So he's like, all right, cool. we got to watch it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yep, that's very much a Tarantino film. Because yes. I didn't watch the – Oh, yeah. Was it the – Kill Bill? I watched all those, but I didn't – what was the one – the Western one he did. Oh. Hateful Eight? Yeah, I didn't yes. watch that one. I, didn't, I
4: did, and that's probably my least favorite of his. Yeah. For okay. For sure. But he, uh, back on track with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He's super talented, though. Oh, yeah. Super Man. talented. Uh,
0: so what is y'all's qualification for if you're going to binge something, if you're going to watch something, what do you need from it? <sighs> I My answer is simple to this question. I'm not going to say it until after I y'all I answer.
3: I I really have two two things. Two necessary characteristics. Two necessary things. Okay. One, um, it has to be, it has to have action in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not necessarily like you know like a Rambo action, but like action dramatic, okay. storyline to it. Um, and then. Uh, it's either or both, so it doesn't have to have both of them, but like it needs to at least have that, or it needs to have a really good, underlying, compelling love story where you want to see the two people get together, and it drags on mm-hmm. forever and ever. Like, for example, NCIS. I mean, who didn't want to see Tony and Ziva?
4: Never saw NCIS. What? Never.
3: Okay, so, hold on, sidebar. <laughs> so did you watch JAG? I watched a little bit of JAG. My dad loved Jag. See, my grandfather loved Jag, yeah. so I, I watched it growing up religiously. And then um, NCIS was a spinoff, and I originally didn't like it in the beginning because I thought Mark Harmon's character came in, was a real jerk. Yeah. But um, it's it's really great. Uh, the kids are rewatching watching it. Um, it's like most shows that have been on that long, has some seasons that are good or bad. But mm-hmm. like there's a love story in there with uh, Tony and Ziva. I mean, there's a lot of other great things, but I like the – the multi layers, you know, like yeah. where you're there's a, a new revelation every couple of episodes and stuff. Mm. So those are those are two components I need. They keep me going. So they, it's got to have a, lo- a potential love story, or
0: and a storyline. It's got to have one or the other. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, I don't. I thought you said it had to be action or a good storyline. Right. Yeah. Or oh. both. Oh. oh, and then or a love story. So it's got to have one of those three things.
3: So let me re-summarize. I like (laughs) almost soap (laughs) opera-esque complicated storyline. Not something totally over the top. But you know how there's always twists and turns and layers embedded into a soap opera. So I'm saying I like that in a storyline for a show. Preferably uh, more like action. So like
0: Law-Abiding Citizen. All the little twists and turns in Law-Abiding
3: Citizen. Dude, that was a great movie. Yeah, Insanely good. The Departed. Man on Fire. Tons of twists mm. and
0: turns in in all three of those movies. Well, I, I will. I would say Man on Fire has the least amount of twists and turns because well, you knew exactly what he was going for. Well, no,
3: I'm sorry. You, when you said Departed, I thought of something different. Um, Departed, in my opinion, is one of the greatest movies ever made. I put that like up there, pretty close to uh, uh, the Godfather's, as far as like how incredibly written it was. Okay. All right. Okay.
0: I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. It's it's got its own. It's got its own lane compared to The Godfather, right? It, it doesn't necessarily follow the gangster path that The Godfather, The Untouchables, uh, all that stuff follows. I think it was a really great
3: know? modern adaptation of that, or like a telling t- of that story. There's potential to that. There's potential.
0: But like some... Okay, of, so
3: you so you need two of those three things. Yeah, somewhere along there. Okay. And when it's appropriate, I'll give you some examples of some great ones that That's meet this, that category. I thought you just did.
4: I need really looking back at all of the shows I've enjoyed and watched several times. I need a flawed anti-hero. Okay. Give me a good a strong flawed anti-hero and I'll probably watch.
0: Anti-hero. Yes. What just for those listening, what is an anti-hero?
4: Um, did you ever watch The Shield?
0: No. Yes. No, nope. dude, Sutter. Vic oh my gosh.
4: Mackie is an anti-hero. Okay. He is a he is a very flawed I mean, he's a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, from episode but 1. But he's got redeeming qualities. Yes. Um, and he's on
3: this epic journey of trying to yeah. find redemption. Yeah.
4: With yeah. Sutter Sons of Anarchy and the Mayans. Sutter the same is thing. just Yeah. Okay. And so
0: incredible. Sons of Anarchy is the uh what's his name? Charlie Hunnam. <sighs> yes. He's the anti-hero. Yes. Okay. Well, I, it's, well it's, yeah,
3: eventually, I always viewed him as more of. I
0: think he kind of always was well, based on your. no, in the beginning,
3: he really wasn't so much an antihero as he was like still on the straight and narrow. He really evolved into that antihero role as his uh, his journey became dark. But, so, yeah.
0: But I, but I think in Sons of Anarchy, he was always trying to find a way to get out of the game.
3: Right. And, well. And, and well, there's that's point, the thing. There's a point where that shifts.
4: Yes, and really. And he gives himself to it. Are they... But he
0: he does, but he doesn't, based on how it ends.
3: See, I have mixed feelings on that. Okay. I I, I might not... People might not agree with me. Okay, well, that's the fairest thing you've said all day. I hate the ending, I'll be honest with you. I think it was too rushed, but the series was ending, and Sutter was just trying to tie a bow around. Yeah.
0: Well, so, okay, but there was genius in the ending, in that his dad... Went out the same way.
4: Speaking of, you well, know, who, who his dad on and, that
3: bike. Yeah. Well, but his dad did it by choice. Did not do it by choice. Excuse me. When Hunnam did it by choice. Right. That's true. But he also realized that was the only way out. No, I think he wanted out. I, that wasn't the only way out. That was stupid. Come on, he was. jack. look at all the crazy stuff he'd done. The dude had plenty of options. You can't tell me that after everything that happened, he was going to concede to letting. No, 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 no. That one. That one faction kill him.
0: No. What I'm saying is. Is the only way out of that story for him was the end of his life
3: yeah, I think I think he was done right his but kids every, were taken care of but mm-hmm.
0: everything he did up until that was closed whatever loose ends or whatever unanswered questions he answered them uh, he set his kids in a mode where they needed to be set mm-hmm. uh, and well, it would have been the mom as well, but we all know what happened there well no i think Uh, i
3: think at that point he knew he was done at that point Mm -hmm. i don't think he had anything else left in the tank
0: right and so the only way for him to make sure his sons didn't follow in his footsteps like he followed in his dad's was to get them gone and for him to be completely removed when they were at a young age
3: yeah i'm interesting i I hear he's starting to write a series based upon the on the boys they is? yeah really yeah, I, I got to need to oh. finish Mayans to tell end of it before season two I comes out. I never followed any of the
0: Mayans after before
3: of season three comes out. Wait, they've already had two seasons of Mayans.
4: Yeah. Shut second up. season was better than the first.
0: Trivia. Trivia. I,
3: well, maybe I've seen both. Oh, hold on one second. Did the last season I watched, the ending ended up being... No, you're right. It was two seasons. Okay. Season one was the cliffhanger of showing what's his face. Nomad. And that member being triggered. And then season two. Yes. They start going down. Yes. Okay. So I'm sorry. I watched season one. I I watched most of season two, but things kind of got crazy. Well, you could say, and I fell off.
4: You Happy. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I stopped right around the time they confronted happy. Okay. You know, and then they were, then they decided they were going to move on from there because he gave up who it really was. Yeah. And so, um, and around the time the grandma or the mom yeah the, the epiphany came that that was his boy yes you know so yeah i didn't get past that so I'm, i think it was like three or four episodes left
4: probably yeah probably and it's a good ending yeah yeah
3: but um i loved uh how they tied it all together yeah. and then uh what's his name not junior there's the main guy's name
4: uh angel angel yeah what, his brother or, the, or i'm talking
3: about the, the 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 young one oh okay yeah yeah angel not Angel. No, Not Angel? Angel's the older brother. Yeah, so the younger brother. Yeah. What's his name?
4: I don't know. Okay.
3: So <laughs> Hold anyway, on a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anymore. But anyways. Um I love his character. I love that development. It, to yeah. me, it was very they did a great job of setting him up just like they did Jack's.
4: Yeah. You oh, got yeah. that
3: underlying back love story. Yeah. You know, very Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. So and maybe yeah. that's what maybe that's part of the reason I enjoyed Sons of Anarchy so much because of the Hamlet. The Hamlet. Undertodes.
4: Yeah, the Hamlet thing, yeah. yeah. Trivia? I have a trivia.
0: Okay. So
3: You're like, why are you talking about well, Okay, so
0: <laughs> no, so that's fine. That's fine. Y'all, y'all got to get into it. Get into it. I thought you were telling me, hold on. But I think you were telling me you got some trivia.
4: You do too. Yeah, it's true. Okay.
0: Uh, Charlie Hunnam. One of his first movies. Like mainstream, widely seen movies. Name one. Pacific Rim?
3: Nope. That was.
0: Well, I mean, it was while he was all still doing. So before Sons, Sons of, Anarchy. of Anarchy. Before Sons of Anarchy, before all that.
3: No, well, before Sons of Anarchy, here in the United States. Okay, sure. I'm asking because I don't. I'm not. I'm not aware. I knew he was doing some stuff before Sons of Anarchy. Okay, not the, not mainstream in the United States.
0: Okay, that that I said mainstream like that mm-hmm. was widely
3: seen in the United States.
0: Maybe across the world. Okay,
3: well yeah, I'm just definitely w- go the ahead and say what, what say what it is, and then I'll explain my...
0: I'm asking if you can, if you can guess it.
3: Well, no, that's I'm saying. I'm unaware, oh, at oh, the top oh, yeah. of my mind, of anything he did of significance before Sons of Anarchy that was popular in America as opposed to some fairly popular shows in England that he did. Cold Mountain. Oh.
0: <laughs> he was the blonde-haired police officer in Cold Mountain. Like the long blonde. I never watched that movie.
3: Uh, so that's that Nicole Kidman.
0: Nicole Kidman, Jude Law, uh, mm-hmm. the dad, uh, the dad of uh, uh, the girl. What's her name? She did the Diary movies. Can't even think. Renee of her Zellweger. Name. Renee Zellweger. Uh, the dad was the uh, the dad's played in a lot. He was I just watched Troy to fall asleep the other night he was uh, Menelaus Agamemnon's brother mm-hmm. that went to battle with Troy. Uh, he was that Mountain. guy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of big names in that in that movie. And there he is.
3: Uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, 2003. I was having twins. <laughs> I didn't watch
0: anything. Should have should have watched I was, Cold Mountain is is no, I was Cold Mountain was, is a great depiction of what it was like that, to be a, uh, a a fighter in the Civil War. And then dessert, because everything. Jack White was in this. End. Dude, there was a, there was a lot of, of names uh, in that movie, more so than what I could even think about. Uh, the kid from uh, uh, Remember the Titans, the big uh, tackle or guard or whatever—I forget his name—but he's now jacked. He's lost all that weight. Yeah, he's lost it all. Yeah, he's, he's turned it almost all into mm-hmm. muscle. But he's in there. Um, man, there's just there's just a bunch that.
4: Cillian Murphy. Peaky, have you seen Peaky Blinders?
0: Yeah. Oh, no, I have not seen yeah. it. But uh, but, anyways, yeah, so I saw that the other day. I turned it on because it's one that I've liked. Mm-hmm. I like any war movie mm-hmm. that, has a, that has any kind of decent action in it uh, that keep me entertained. That's my answer to my question earlier. What do I need from a movie? I need to be entertained. It does not have to be the best story. It does not have to be the best love story. It does not have to be the best action. It just has to be entertaining mm-hmm. to me. And that's why whenever... We talked with Top of the Dude Chain about, uh, I don't know if you heard this one or saw this, but we talked about, I don't know, we talked about Power Rangers. It had a nostalgic quality to me that mm-hmm. coupled the Transformers movies, and those to me are entertaining because it's what I would have wanted to see whenever I was watching yeah. those cartoons. And so I was like, oh, man, this is cool. Well, the new Power Rangers movie that came out in 2017 or whatever had that aspect of it, and I was like, man, this is what I was hoping to see before it was even really possible. Possible, mm-hmm. And so it was a horrible movie in terms of critically acclaimed or award winning it was not I, it was a horrible movie I enjoyed it but I enjoyed it I was yeah. entertained and so that's really the only thing that I need is to be entertained if there's at any point in time in the movie where I stop being entertained I fall asleep or I, mm-hmm. I and if I pick it up it's because somebody like requested it finish it so we can talk about it, yeah. or something like that.
3: Well, I mean, I'm thankful for some of those things, because I, you know, Jared, I think, is on here, you know, he he was on me for watching uh, to get Game of Thrones started for the longest time, and then you literally sat at the house and forced me to get through episode one, because I picked up Game of Thrones, tried to watch the first episode a handful of times, fell asleep, turned it off, had no interest, I thought it must be really the most disappointing, stupidest thing ever, and then he's over one night, This is so this was like two months before, the final season. And um, and he gets me going on it. And I am like just... Yeah. The only thing I've ever marathoned like that before was um same situation with Breaking Bad. What was it that you've been watched? Uh, Game, of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I, I was Oh, obsessed. I didn't let
0: you. I didn't let you not watch that.
3: No, and I can't imagine watching that in real time being left.
0: Waiting every week for the next yeah. episode. Horrible. Yeah, horrible.
3: Horrible. But I did the same thing. That's uh, what I did. same well, thing with Breaking Bad.
0: I would say that that's better. I would say that waiting for the next episode is way better than trying to binge them all cuz you you watch so many then you fall asleep then you got to play that back. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out um. where you fell asleep at and all this other stuff. You did it too. And so, mm. but to me waiting for the next episode is number 1. If once it comes out on Netflix, you can rewatch it to see what you missed before you go to the next one. Before the next one comes up or any of that stuff, which you can do when you're binging it, but you're already, you're already investing so much time that whew, what, a, I mean, you're doubling the time that you're investing. Well, I it in. think
3: it's fun it, to binge watch a season, but when you start getting into multiple seasons, it gets really hard. So like you
0: had, you could not turn your eyes away from Game of Thrones.
3: No, once I could. No. It. And it's the same. Like I said, it was the same thing with um, Breaking Bad we were trying to get the uh, the I mean the former we were at the time we were trying to get caught up yeah so it was like the when Netflix became popular you'd see all the satire jokes about like the spout like the relationship couples getting mm-hmm. in fights because you know she didn't work that much and so you know I'd get home from work and then she would have skipped two episodes ahead and I'd be like super like really <laughs> upset yeah you could say so, so, yeah okay. yeah we are keeping it clean pissed. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, we're talking like while you're cooking, it popped up in the. It was kind of like Farmville. There was like a there was a couple of weeks that my kids didn't have parents because we were all in. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was real big. But I mentioned the the <laughs> I'm going to keep plugging it. The OC, okay, uh, is really good. Okay. Uh, well, yeah.
0: so see, when I binge watched the, the Breaking Bad, I had my vasectomy and the recovery was three days recovery, and I binge watched episode one episode last in those three days. Friday, like it was like a Friday when I had the surgery. I got home, find some frozen peas, Mm -hmm. start watching uh, Breaking Bad, and I finished it before I had to go to work on Monday or Tuesday, whatever day Mm -hmm. I went back to work after the swelling went down. It was that addictive of a series.
3: You got to be able to, I think, not only invest but pace yourself.
0: I couldn't get into Better Call Saul, though. I tried.
3: Yeah, no, And I
0: thought Saul was a great character in Breaking Bad. And I thought a – now, my brother will tell me I'm wrong. Michael will tell Mm -hmm. me that I am wrong and that I need to watch Better Call Saul. And and he may be right, but I started watching it, and I guess my expectations of Breaking Bad geared what Better Call Saul would be like. Well, what you don't think about is that when you finish the season – your expectations at the end are way different than your expectations at the beginning. Breaking Bad's first couple episodes, meh. They they drug a little bit, or they were not nearly as 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 just pull you in because it's it's sad. He's he's diagnosed with cancer. He's trying to okay, yeah. He's a he's a teacher, not making a lot of money. Got to pay for the mm-hmm. chemo treatment, so he's yeah, okay. He's taking the drugs. Th- those
3: standalone okay. in the beginning, I definitely see where they could have been hard. I mean, it's more popular now because. Enough people have watched it. Same thing it, with know.
0: Game of Thrones. Did you see Game of Thrones?
4: Saw Game of Thrones, yeah. Same
0: thing with the first two or three episodes of Game of Thrones. It
4: was, it was hard.
0: It was difficult to get through those first two or three, but once you knew
3: who the players were... oh, well, it picked up. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: I mean, it was. It would stay on Daenerys in, across the sea for like three episodes, and you didn't mm-hmm. care because you're like, oh, I know this story. Mm-hmm. You know? What, what's going to happen with the dragons or with the eggs or whatever? And then, then it'll move back to king's landing and now it'll stay an episode or two with uh with the lannisters and you're like okay there's something else that
3: mm-hmm. we know is there's a connection right but you, you find yourself getting burned sometimes because like i was really into like burned out of a certain type of show because i was really into uh, westworld season one mm. i was um, too i thought it was just again mind-blowing mm-hmm. incredible writing i loved it it was so in-depth But I I started watching, see, I just, just, I can't do anymore. I
4: did the same thing with season two. I'm just, I'm exhausted,
3: you know, Uh, from it. And so, just needing to kind of take a break.
0: Yeah, so, I don't necessarily get burned out of specific TV shows. I get burned out of the sheer volume of things everybody says you should be watching. And I'm just, I get I get to a point where the TV never comes on Mm -hmm. for me. It comes on all the time for the girls, you know. They'll watch the Madagascar TV spinoffs and stuff like that, but, uh I'll just let that go on. I'll put music in my ears. I go out my shop and I'll spend two or three days, no TV. I'll play video games. I'll do this. I'll do whatever. No TV because I'm just like, I I don't know what to watch. Mm -hmm. I got so many suggestions and I can't invest the time or I don't know how much time to invest. Right. For these two, for the the next one we're about to get into, it was easy. Right. I was wanting to see Steve Carell after the office and something comparative to that type of comedy and then uh the last dance was a man it was a nostalgia bringer
3: well I mean, and, and to give you credit uh you know i struggled i was like i was like i'm not 10 hours is no there's no way mm-hmm. you know i, I 10 loved, hours wasn't enough in my <laughs> no, i agree no i don't i don't disagree with that now uh but i really just just did not want to even start it because i just didn't think i was gonna like it i uh i 'm very much a football document like if it 's anything n f l films make i will watch it mm-hmm. yeah. um twenty four seven i don 't care i 'm just like addicted to it like crack like it's just amazing to me you're addicted um, to crack well no oh. uh but uh if crack by if by crack if you mean n f l films of course oh, okay uh but uh, <laughs> but uh, i thought this was i liked this because to me it felt like an n f l life mm like the the current and going backwards and kind of ping ponging a little yeah. bit, like I felt oh. like uh, it had some of those the same formatting um, and maybe some of the other. I mean, I I haven't really seen a thirty for thirty or one of the ESPN's you know little document yeah. series that I don't didn't like. Um, I just really haven't watched a lot until recently doing the whole ESPN Plus thing. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, I started it and I was like, man, this is really good. Man, I, I got mad
0: when I really got interrupted. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, obviously, we're trying to we're trying to beat the uh, the the seven day free trial or whatever for the Hulu Plus live TV or which, whatever. Which we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. And uh, and so I started watching. I watched the first episode or whatever, and then uh, and then Kelly brings the kids over, and at that, which love the kids, love the kids more important than the TV show. But I was just getting into it. and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. I can't even begin to remember all the stuff that that this situation influenced me. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was fourteen, when the when the last dance, you know, it was nineteen ninety eight, we were fourteen years old when all that stuff was going on, thirteen, fourteen, mm-hmm. and that was in an age where I thought basketball was the sport that I was that I really, really wanted to play because basketball, man, basketball, you could play anywhere, all the time. You could almost find anybody to play with. I mean, there's obviously times like COVID where you probably couldn't. But um, after I graduated, I went and played basketball for like two hours a day, almost three, four days a week for four or five months. I lost like 25 pounds after I graduated high school because I played basketball so much over at the First Baptist Rec Center in downtown Garland. We need sponsors. so. uh, But, man, I –
3: Always looking. But, see,
0: my deal was whenever I played basketball, I got pigeonholed as the center – and I stopped growing once eighth grade happened. Like I was, <laughs> I, I got to six foot, and I felt real good until I started playing against six five kids, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, maybe that's not me." Well, I didn't ever dribble. I didn't ever work on dribbling. I worked on backing somebody down with my butt and throwing my hand up and then finding the square on the backboard. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it was. Or watching where is the ball going and give it to the guy who does dribble. Right, that's all I did growing up because I was always one of the tallest kids, uh, or at least I was told I was one of the tallest kids. I'll go back to some of those pictures, and I'm like, oh no, maybe I maybe I really wasn't. But uh, but once I started playing two hours a day, I started dribbling, I started learning how to shoot. Uh, John told me the other day, John's one of the most athletic kids we grew up with. He played every right. single sport that he could, um, and was pretty exceptional. And he excelled at all of them and uh he told me one time we were playing i don't know if it was the time we went to obanion to play that one time or if it was at a first baptist church uh, like northwood or something over off of uh like buckingham Hill mm-hmm. or club country club mm-hmm. anyways but he said something he's like man you you've made like the biggest stride out of anybody that we graduated with and uh and i obviously thought that was really nice of him to say <laughs> because but that's what he saw from me. He saw me post up. We played basketball when we were little. Uh, we played, uh, we played on different teams in high school up until I stopped playing. But uh, I played, a, I played a mesquite team. This guy was six four. We're on a, I'm on the B team because I think the coaches did a like a, a lottery type pick or a back and forth uh, draft style mm-hmm. pick. So I got picked as a center for the B team. Well, I went up against Mesquite High School's B team in a tournament and played a guy who was six five. On the B team, and I was like, "Okay, there's, <laughs> there's no way that I'm going any further in basketball." I mean, un- I would have to have done what Michael Jordan did when he uh, didn't make his so- uh, varsity team as was sophomore, sophomore year. year. Yep. I mean, uh, what uh, Herschel Walker did whenever he first uh, wanted to start playing football. He was big old fat kid, and he started learning how to do. Uh, he he did what. Like push um, ups, pull ups, push ups a day. I mean, I would have had to start doing that type of stuff, except with ball skills. Because six foot, I would have been lucky to make the NBA. Right. I would have been lucky to make college anywhere, and so I was like, baseball. Baseball is where I'm. I'm probably going to excel in terms of the sports I had options for. And so, anyways, uh, but yeah, he said he said that, and it's because I spent so much time, and I'd played three on three. Well, there's there's very little posting up in three on three, mm-hmm. right? And then we'd run the floor, and so I'd be like, all right, I I think I can dribble, and so I'd start dribbling, right. and yeah, of course I got picked a few times, but I was a center mentality going into a guard, and so I did that two three hours easily Monday Wednesday Friday if not more than that, and it was it was one of the best decisions I'd ever made. It was one of the f- most fun times of my life because I had no responsibilities. I was mm-hmm. going to Eastfield up. I worked a job when I wasn't in school, so when school was out early, I'd go play basketball. Right? I mean, it was one of the best times of my life. And uh, and so, but watching this brought all that back. Mm-hmm. Brought every single bit of it back. And I didn't realize how much I didn't realize. And you may be a little different, because you were older than we were at the time.
4: I was. Uh, and, and those were the really, I would say, after that season. Because um, for me, growing up, because I am a few years older than you fellas
5: just a couple yeah just a Um, scooch
4: i was i want to see i was i was hitting you know the 12 13 14 and really getting into it when jordan just came into the league right and so i saw that part and i was a larry bird guy Ah, Just not a bad. Uh, loved Larry Bird.
0: Are you serious? There's so many electronics on this table. It's <laughs> right fine. There. It's completely fine. Wow. It's okay. That's. It's. You know what? I'm glad you're getting a new job.
3: <laughs> I mean,
0: if, I mean, this Chicken is, Express. This we is need sponsors. This Man. is coming out of of your paycheck. If we had to replace it for tea, that,
3: that's completely fair. So yeah. So. Sorry, Un- that's right. We apologize. That was we a bit digress- of a. <laughs> I was just refilling my cup of freedom. That's it was all. A bit of a
0: shock. I mean, there's not a huge landing of, of a red table over there. He could have used, yeah. but whatever. Well, I mean, you Away know, from cool. the
3: electronics. Mm-hmm. We digress. Back yeah. to the oh, story sorry. at hand. Trey, I love you, man. I'm yeah. sorry. I apologize.
4: So I saw him coming in, and like I said, I was a Celtics fan. I was a Mavericks fan too. Um, you know, I went to I I went to the first. Ever, Maverick playoff game ever Union Arena 86 83 over the Supersonics? Wow, Jack Sigma, Gus Williams. Uh, so basketball was my sport. You know, I mean, I never played football, I played baseball, played soccer, loved baseball too. But all through the 80s, it was all basketball, yeah. And so, great era for basketball, yes.
0: regardless of who you liked
4: it was the same thing for me that first episode and uh then later on when they get into um you know after his rookie what the year i think it was the when they were showing when he dropped 63 on the celtics
0: okay and they're playing
4: they've got L. O. cool j bad playing over it and uh just all of the You know, hours that we would play, and then all of the hours that we would argue about who was better. Uh Uh, I had a friend who uh, moved from Chicago. Okay, his eighth grade year, Bears, White Sox, and Bulls. All he cared we argued about the Bulls and the Celtics all the time.
0: That's and you know what? That's unfortunately, it's a very unfair comparison. Because as the as that Celtics teens was going out, right? Jordan's yeah. coming in. Yeah. Same thing with yeah. Magic. There was a little bit longer of a d- of an overlap with Magic, yeah, like a year or two. But I three. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it wasn't long. Yeah. But it was more. Yeah. Bird left when, uh, uh what, 88? Eight, <laughs> 8, uh, no no no, 80 uh
4: 89. No, it, Bird was still playing um in the 92 Olympics. Yeah, yeah, Bird was still
0: playing. Was he still playing then? Yeah, he was still yeah, playing. He was still yeah. playing then cuz cuz Magic wasn't according to right. what it seemed he was he was broadcasting and then got selected for. So I thought Bird did the same
3: thing.
4: But um, um no, Bird was still around.
3: No, cuz he pretty much instantly transitioned in the mid 90s from retiring to coaching the to Pacers. Co- right okay see that's that's part of the stuff that I didn't fully realize yeah. but I also didn't realize that
0: Magic had been out that year he retired or whatever and then came back to play in the
3: in the Olympics
4: right. well he were, yeah he was yeah I mean Bird was kind of like retirement
3: right yeah. Bird was kind of like the uh, golly uh, Peyton Manning if you will oh yeah yeah. You know I mean yeah. like I think everybody wants to see Peyton go straight into coaching mm-hmm. everybody wants to see Larry and he was fairly successful too mm-hmm. um but yeah. Man. Now, it was a little bit different. It hit the nostalgia, but it was a little bit different for me. My first really sports memory was basketball. We had, um, uh, I remember several times getting courtside tickets as a, like a four or five when the Mavericks were making those playoff runs. I mm-hmm. think we played the Jazz potentially like 88, 89 ish, maybe. And like, uh, my dad was holding me up. We were on the front page of the mm-hmm. Times Herald at one of the Tao the raising parties. Yeah. And, um, Apparently, I, I played a game of pickup with, um, not really, I was a little kid, but yeah. with Dale Hansen, But I, mm-hmm. I, I wrote a letter from Bible class, Jesus loves me and I love so-and-so. So I wrote it, Rolando Blackman, because I love this yeah. guy. Sent it to him. He sent me an autograph back. I was stupid at the time. A little kid carried my little Velcro pound-pup wallet, you know. Pound-pups. So, uh, <clears throat> so, I mean, I really loved it. Basketball was a sport I always wanted to play, but I, I, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I was always a little bit bigger of a guy. And my dad was like, No, I don't waste your time with it. And, uh, but my best friend, Michael Abernathy, in elementary school, played it. And his dad was the coach and had a lot of fun because it was the, the one of the first sports uh, experiences where my dad wasn't like doing the overbearing, like be perfect or you're grounded, other bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got to just be, it just was fun mm. going and supporting my friends. Went and helped out at practice, got to play a little bit, you know, Learn how to do the weave drill or whatever, yeah, you know. Yeah, man weave. Yeah, so I was like, oh, my gosh, also look at me with a layup. Soccer, yeah. By the way. yeah, Yeah. so I, I really – I think my love for basketball kind of was um, – partially because of that friendship because he, Michael was great – I mean, he was a great pitcher, but he was a great basketball player, loved basketball, always playing the basketball games, you know, like uh, NBA jams was huge mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, I really enjoyed – following all those teams and those playoff things and the dream team and you know space jam all these iconic things the whole larry bird michael jordan um Man. mcdonald's thing you know uh so there was just so many things just like you guys are saying i think it brings back uh different memories for different reasons but i was just surprised and i think you had said at first all the things that were going on that i don't remember were going on yes. because we were younger kids we weren't yes we weren't tracking everything that was going on in the world at the time right. with that, even what was going on with right. the players. I mean, ESPN was still fairly newish. Yeah. You know, uh, it not was newish, Jewish, but it, it was also th- potentially something we
0: couldn't afford on cable. That's fair. No, that's we fair. Because we were watching the Information local
3: wasn't as readily available. Right. So, I mean, the so idea the, of...
0: The biggest thing that I remember uh, of a time whenever I could have remembered this mm-hmm. was Dennis Rodman going to the, the wrestling Oh yeah! During that finals, yeah, and uh, I remember watching that him coming out with the uh, the New World Order, which yep. I think had a huge political undertone, and then uh, and then him coming out with Hulk Hogan and all them that were there, because that was that was really new at the time uh, in the wrestling world, and uh, and they got Rodman on, and I was like, what is this? You know, what's this basketball player doing here? <laughs> But I I did not put together that he missed practice or yep. he missed uh, whatever workout sessions during the finals during the finals yeah and I was like wow like, so
4: did did y'all remember do you remember where you were when Jordan announced he was retiring
0: no okay that was what ninety four ninety three no no no, no ninety four into ninety four yes uh yeah so we were ten
4: yeah, yeah. okay. That because that's that's one of the I remember exactly where I was when that because that was it was unbelievable.
3: See, mine was because uh, cause I transitioned. I mean, late elementary and middle school. I always talked about I was h- big into baseball, obsessed with it, like the whole cards, stats, mm-hmm. everything. So I think whenever um, Sosa and uh, McDonald, McGuire, McGuire not McDonald, ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, rather, I remember where I was. Yeah. You know, when that game happened, when they first. um, Are you talking about when they broke the home run? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember remember that, that. that. I don't
0: remember where I was there either. Yeah. But I was probably off doing something, not watching sports on TV, not watching the game. Well, I was just
3: no. I think I was just tracking it still. Like it was wow. a big thing because I was a real big. I fan. do remember
0: how big it was. I mean, nobody yeah. had broken this record in how many years? Well, what right?
3: what's and I'm horrible. Like again, all the different things you get older, the more things you have to keep in your memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the more stuff your brain just throws out. Mm. So a lot of these names and stats I don't have anymore. It's but, fair. That is um, fair. Names and stats you don't. What have the was uh, what was what's his name that have the asterisk? Roger Maris, yeah, Maris, yeah. I I loved that whole story. I think yeah. I'd written a book, or not written a book, wrote in a book. I that read was, a book. Uh,
0: the ashes was because the season got extended. Correct. Yeah, no, right. it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it Babe was, Ruth had just done it in a shorter season. One hundred and fifty-four
3: games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was pretty fascinated by that whole thing.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that movie, excellent depiction of mm-hmm. of the timing. Right? I got to
3: tell you, back then though, like a little sidestep because it wouldn't be average just media unless we did it. That's fair. Was it just me, or were sports movies the best then? You had the Mighty Ducks. You had Rookie of the Year. Oh, back in the 90s? Yes, man. Um, you had what was not Rookie of the Year, but the other one. Um, I don't know, man. Remember the Titans came out in the 2000s, didn't it? Yeah, the one where he, that was good. he wasn't Rookie of the Year, but the, it was the one with the Minnesota Twins. Although... That, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know uh, what you're talking about. That's
0: where the, co- where the kid coaches. Yeah, or yeah. owns the team or whatever.
3: Yeah, and then it was Angels in the Rain, Outfield. Yeah, Yeah, you See, know, those were so. Sandlot. Sandlot. Sandlot.
0: I mean, how do you yeah. not, how do you not mention yeah. that? Yeah, Field of Dreams.
4: Field of Dreams that was great.
3: That was good, Rudy. I mean, Bull that Durham. was really not nineties. Durham, right? Mm-hmm. Long um, gone. What was the Kevin Costner one he did? I think it was towards the end of high school. For Love of the Game. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was excellent. Yeah. I that, that was, was a great movie.
0: movie. Yep. Absolutely,
3: uh, major league.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one, two, maybe
3: three, three. no, negative. I think two is good. I three like two, is though. the
0: three is the Rocky five that you watch because you've seen the yes, others that's and you're like that's these fair. were good. Uh, let's check it out. Mm-hmm. That's it. But then no,
3: it's mean, kids though. They were just I think really great. How much sports movies?
0: How much of of Rocky Balboa was created just to paint over the stain of Rocky Five, All of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it had, yeah. Like it had to be. Yeah, But, but see, that doesn't explain though. the Rambo, the Rambo, the fourth Rambo one. Because all three of the Rambo ones were, were well done and they were all pretty much the same. Well, but, I like
3: the last Rambo better than the one before it.
0: Is okay. What we're talking about? Can yeah. I get confused on how many Rambo's? Yeah, there, there were three Rambo's and then he made the one Two where... Two more. Yeah, he made two more the the last blood, and he yeah. made the one where he goes. He lives in Indonesia or whatever, and he takes yeah. the the missionaries upriver.
3: Yeah, I thought that was still very original, three Rambo ish. But the last one, the the one that just Rambo, last, well, the mm-hmm. last one that came out. Yeah,
0: Rambo, the last one. I don't. Yeah,
3: exactly. I don't feel like it tied that one together too terribly well. No. Um, it and, was but I, but I liked it better.
0: I think it. I think it followed the ending because he was walking home. He was walking home at the end of the fourth one, and there then now he's at home.
3: There wasn't enough time, in between those two movies, for him to be endeared and bonded to that uh, niece of his mm-hmm. through th- growing up through all the influential right. years and been there to kick the dad out. And mm-hmm. okay, well then and,
0: maybe that's the mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's the Rocky Five of the Rambo's. But you know what though? But if you go back and watch <laughs> I mean, the Rocky Five, if you though, go back and watch Rocky Four, and then what? Twelve months later, he comes home from Russia, and his son somehow morphs from a ten-year-old to like an eighteen-year-old.
3: I still maybe... think there was some good. I've gone back and watched it, and it's not as bad as I remembered it. Rocky Five. Yeah. Okay,
0: you must not have watched the correct version of Rocky Five.
3: No, no, I still think it's the worst one. Oh, it's horrible. But I'm just saying. But,
0: but okay, yeah, there's a couple scenes where they're like, okay, that's kind of cool. But the, the street fight with his own dude, Tommy Morrison, Tommy, yeah, Tommy, Tommy, gun. Tommy, Tommy the Gun, Tommy or gun. whatever. I mean, because of a because he wasn't like representing him the right way or something. I mean. Come on. Like I'm not the best until I beat the best and he was still the champ whenever he retired or whatever. Well, no. Come on. It was it was That's about. like that's like LeBron wanting to play Jordan right now. And and trying to then settle that debate right mm-hmm. now. It's that's ridiculous. There's there's eras that you just you can't ever transcend. So it's always going to be a what if or who is and in the younger generation, LeBron's the greatest basketball player ever in the well, our age. I think Kobe
3: Jordan would be a better analogy. I think LeBron Jordan is more of a Rocky Balboa. Okay, so look.
0: Kobe Jordan is maybe a better thing, and they actually did play one another. Yeah. But only for a couple of years. Yeah, and yeah, it but was Jordan like, still
3: mentored him, though.
0: Well, yeah, of course. And Kobe comes on and says, I wouldn't be Kobe without having the mentorship of Yeah, LeBron. so don't even
3: compare me to him.
0: But my point is, is that he said I wouldn't be the best until I fight the best, and you're the best. Well, he's he's the retired best,
3: right? Yeah, but I think that storyline was trying to what what he achieved in Rocky Balboa was what he was trying to do then mm-hmm. was tell a storyline of somebody who's past their prime and who's struggling on to give it. You know how when to quit, how to give it. He was it not up, trying to. Move to t- on.
0: T- he wasn't trying to tell that story in Rocky Five. I feel like he was. He was trying to be Mickey in
3: Rocky Five.
0: He did in Rocky. He did in Creed one and two. What he tried to do in Rocky in 5. Rocky Five, okay, as the as the coach or the the manager or the trainer trainer both, mm-hmm. right? That's what that was, well, and it like okay. it went south into a street brawl yeah. somehow. Like, right, right but he was having a
3: hard time transitioning.
0: Oh, well, okay, sure, maybe. But I think it was terrible. Terrible movie. You're going to watch it if you're going to binge binge watch all the Rocky movies. You're going to, you're going to pass through it. No, I usually it. admit it. I'm not going to lie. Okay. If you're going to have a true marathon, you're going to watch it. You're going to waste an hour and a half. And then you're going to see Rocky Balboa, which was pretty good, comparatively speaking.
3: No, I think it was really great. But uh, And then you're going to go on into but Creed not as good 1 as, and Creed 2. Yeah, Creed 1 and Creed 2 is Creed way Creed 1, really good. Creed 2.
0: Phenomenal. M- I would say not as good as one, but close. It's worth watching. Yeah. But yeah, I, we, digress. Was good. we digress off of the last dance
3: badly. <laughs> um, where were we? There's so many things. It's fair. Uh, yeah. One of the other things I really liked about it was I liked how um, the things I learned about the people that I didn't know. Like Yes. Um, I guess I never really – my perception – Again, very limited. But if Phil Jackson was—he was like a complete dick. I don't know why that was my perception. I just—I never really th- I was. Th- I mean, I thought he was a great mind, but I didn't really think of him as being that endearing for whatever. I don't know why I remember him that. You always way. thought he was a punk. I, yeah, I don't know why I remembered him that way. I, I don't have any reason for it. But just- he turned
0: out to be like uh, one of the most relatable people in the yeah in the organization.
3: Yeah, like like what a cool guy, and like his appreciation for Native American culture, and his relationship with Rodman. I was like, this dude, and the the whole. You see, you don't a become a every great season. coach without
0: mm. having, without being able to relate to every single. Well, and episode.
3: I didn't realize he was such a hellraiser either. Like, I'm like this guy is like really cool now. Like, I didn't know. I mean, but then again, I was not a student of the game. It's fair. Like I, you it's know, I, I paid attention to. You like, just saw history. how many
0: rings he's got. What. 15 rings or something ridiculous was it? it's
3: 11 no, i don't remember the- who did he coach after that the lakers yeah like, th- that was and really they win
0: five with him
3: see i was never a lakers fan so i think that's probably why i thought he was a dick because like my main memories of him like when jordan was playing it was about jordan the players i didn't really pay attention to the coaches really the only right. coach i probably could name was pat riley for the Knicks. right yeah. um but I think I mainly remember him being with the Lakers, and I just hated the whole Lakers thing. Like, mm-hmm. I just never mm-hmm. – Lakers were like the Patriots. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, shut up. Like, no one cares. You suck. You have money. Great. Buy everything mm-hmm. um, type of thing. So maybe that was why. But this dude was cool, man. Great history. Yeah. Like, his relationship with Robin. Because I've always thought Robin was a very interesting person. Like, I've seen some of his documentaries. I think I read one of his bios. And, you know, he's not uh, – when Rodman started opening up, he needed someone like Phil Jackson
0: in order to get the best out of him, well, Rod, because he's he's polarizing.
3: But Rodman, like plain simple, Rodman is a classic example of like you know that like you you see something, you hear somebody say like by the grace of God go I type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that could uh, could be Dennis Rodman. From the standpoint of like how undone he became and how crazy some things were, you know, like the he had a bunch of different things, you know, hit it a couple of different ways, and he didn't necessarily handle them right. Maybe he didn't have the right people around him. And if you look and at his basketball sideways.
0: skill, he wasn't the most talented basketball player, but he was like one of the most ferocious and determined people on the court.
3: And he's done a lot of good things, like the family that kind of adopted him. Um, he's done right by them, and that Rodman Construction Company he started for for to build jobs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And so uh, he's just a perplexing person, like almost like an anti-hero. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's doing a lot of good things. He has a lot of good intentions, but he's still just, he cannot get out of his own way sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like oddly eccentric, you know what I mean? Like it's just still weird.
4: Well, he's also, but he's genuine.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a hundred percent authentically him.
4: And he's all, and he's, he's kind of a man shot because he had to have that, he had that with Chuck Daly before he had it with Phil Jackson, and Chuck Daly was like a and, father at, to him in Detroit. Yes.
0: Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. So, but but in Detroit, he was he was younger. He was more uh, able to. Um, he was less able to be himself because of that natural. Where do I fit in? Oh yeah. What do I do? Oh, he was a baby, right? Absolutely. Just, yeah. And so, but he's got a couple championships under his belt with the Pistons. He now gets pulled over to the Bulls. He's, he's got a reputation. And now it's like, you know what? I'm just going to be me. Mm-hmm. And he, he became confident enough to just be himself. Yeah. Now, would, would I be caught doing some of the things he did? Absolutely not. I, I think some of the things he did were really weird in my perception. Mm-hmm.
3: Very much so. I mean,
0: the wedding dress is, is one of the things that I remember from back then. Madonna. Uh, you wouldn't have done Madonna. What?
3: No, I never. I okay, never. I'm sorry. I was, no, I'm just no, trying to catch. I'm just, you. No, i just <laughs> trying to honestly, catch. I was. You. I never. So I never was down with that. Like,
0: Carmen never, Electra.
3: That's a different story. But Madonna, I never really got. Is it?
0: Okay. No, that's fair. No, I'm just saying when you, we were kids, young. Didn't young, Justin young Timberlake kids. date Madonna? And there was like a 20 year difference between them.
1: Anyways, no. we get off track. But my Thanks point so. is,
0: is I that I uh, hope not. That's all weird. the. I think. I think that. I they, don't recall they that they did a music video together. I think there was like a dating. Fact no. checkers, check me out. Uh, Facebook, where are you at? Check me no, out. No, I think the only Censor older this.
3: person he was with was Cameron Diaz.
0: I'll look it up, and so. Uh, but anyways, my point is, is that there was there were so many, so many things that he did that were authentic is probably the best word for mm-hmm. it. Is that nobody else could really pull that off? No, maybe nobody else might pull that off in the public eye that he had, right? And so I could be wrong in that, but. Uh, you're under such a microscope whenever you're at that level. I mean, if you watch the documentary, the series, Jordan explains the microscope. We didn't see the microscope when we were growing up. We saw Want to Be Like Mike. We saw how great he was on the court. Uh, I don't remember the gambling stuff that then when his dad got murdered, which I didn't realize or remember his dad got murdered. That was, what, 92, 93, something like that. Maybe. Yeah,
4: because well, it was it was ninety three. Yeah, okay,
0: right after that championship. Yeah, because then he retired right after that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I didn't realize all the potential connections the media was trying to make with the gambling habits right. and the death of his dad. Did Did Jordan have something to do with his dad? I mean, there was so many things that I just I had blinders on because I was watching this guy who was the greatest of all time. Well, I, play I think basketball. We all
3: assumed he had a good work ethic, but I don't think anybody knew.
0: Man. When I, saw, when I saw all the reports of how it was to be with Jordan in practice, I went into my mind, I was like, man, I wish I had somebody half as determined as that in my but, soccer mm-hmm. team. Do,
3: do you know how hard it had to be for him to add that 15 pounds of muscle, though? Like, No, nope, like- I don't think it
0: was based on what we saw about his work ethic.
3: Well, no. I mean, I think like you scientifically, saying? they were saying how challenging it is to someone who, who's already as lean as he was and doing as much cardio as him. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying, I think for his body type, his metabolism, adding 15 pounds of muscle in an off season had to require a lot of that, like a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication,
0: right? A lot of time to nothing else but that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But that was that was some of my things. Was I was like, I had no idea who he
3: was. And did you know about the Isaiah Thomas thing? No clue. That was that still the, runs deep, man. That
0: was one of the mind bl- most mind-blowing things to realize how talented Isaiah Thomas was, or while we're watching the documentary, is not selected for the Dream Team, and you had it had to be because of. The, like
3: Jordan, still to this day, like hates the dude. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, I think that. I think that sentiment runs deep with several NBA players because he intentionally confronted a lot of them bird, magic, I'm sure the list goes on. But going into that that description of why he wasn't there or would it have hurt the team had he been there, Jordan was like, "Yep, every single one of them had something against him mm-hmm. and it would have just blown the chemistry of that team up whereas it turned into like the greatest it, it turned into what we try to make now." Like what's mm-hmm. the best possible team in, of NBA players you can make? That's what it turned into. Well, how many people did you
3: forget that were supporting characters in that? Like, um, well, for starters, I didn't realize that actor comedian was it John Sally. I didn't realize he was a basketball player. Oh yeah, I Before know the Pistons. I, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, or maybe I missed it and forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, I was that's like, a good. That's, that's the, mind blown. The
4: Bad Boys is a very good thirty for thirty. Yep. The, um, I think the Lakers and the Celtics in the eighties. I think that's a four part. 30 for 30. Okay, it's a very that. good one also.
3: It's but um, 20 for one. The, the Golden State's head coach.
0: Steve Kerr. <sighs>
3: yeah. I forgot how good he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, what a cool how story. How do you forget mm-hmm.
0: that? Because that was when we were watching it and realizing what we were watching.
3: Mm-hmm. Dude, but here's the thing. What I
0: didn't realize is when they pulled over Steve Kerr after the Jordan retirement, quasi-retirement, uh, John Paxson, Steve Kerr, were just mirror images of they, yeah. I mean, they, they were the were same player, completely replaced.
3: Yeah, world. just like what uh, New England did with you know Edelman and everybody else. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, Wes Welker and Julian Amandola. Right. Amendola. Right, Amendola. Yeah. Yep. Amendola was a little, a little le- he was a little less productive than the other two. Uh, yeah, but uh, but the same man. It's like a it's a two three year stories in those two championship teams because the first three hardly hardly lost a player. If they did, it was one of the you know, lower end of the bench, mm-hmm. 11, 12 guys on the roster, you know, one of those guys. Yeah. But their main 7, 8 that were getting the most minutes on both squads just didn't leave or didn't get traded or whatever. And first of all, why would you, right? Well, then you start to look at the whole Jerry Krause, this is going to be your last year, which is the reason why it's called the last dance. I didn't realize that, that the, the notebook or whatever, first team meeting of 1997-98 season, Uh,
3: Yeah, he named every season. How cool is that?
0: Right. Well, I... Okay, yeah. That's kind of... That's pretty relatively common, but it may be common now because he did it. Okay. I didn't know he did it, but the coach that I took over for did it. He gave like a slogan for every season. And so I didn't realize it was called The Last Dance on their notebooks. And he said, regardless of what happens, this this is the last time we will all be together in this room. And I was like... Whoa! Like I, I just thought it was the last dance because it was the last time they won the championship. Yeah. No, together. I agree with you. That's why I thought
3: they called it that. Yeah, and
0: then that's like the opening scene. So that's why I was like, you know, what? I like this guy. And so I was like, man, that's awesome. And they gave uh, unrestricted access to that season mm-hmm. as a result of uh, that. Well, no one probably was because of that. Yeah. And so, uh, anyways, it's just so, there were so many things in there that I thought were just really, really cool. Um, the Gus. The set, who was it, the uh, who was it? The, the famous shot where Jordan jumps up, throws his hand, he wins, like the division series or something. The Craig first. Elo from the Cavs. The Cavs. Yeah. Uh, this was their first playoff series win. I didn't realize that that picture was taken or that that video was from their first playoff series win as the Bulls in that era. Mm-hmm. I thought it was from a championship game. Like one of the championship games last. I knew it was a buzzer beater. Yeah. Everybody knows it's a buzzer beater. But I thought it was from a more significant game, which in reality, it was probably the most significant game because it was the first game that showed them they can get to the next level. And then they win three in a row, like right Is after it, that.
3: I don't, I remember iconic things from football games mainly. I remember some iconic moments in baseball. As much as I loved watching basketball then, as much as I was like down for the Mavericks against the the Heat, you know what I mean, and yeah. like when we had those good years, you know, I like I loved uh, some of those guys so much, you know, and um, but I don't remember that many. I I mean, hockey too, right? Like the Dallas Stars, I remember I very I quite a few iconic moments there. Basketball, I really don't. Like for example, I I was a Carl Malone John Stockton fan. I thought they were one of the greatest mm-hmm. duos. You know, in basketball, you know, that's why I loved whenever, uh, Nowinski, we had Nash, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but that was uh,
0: very much a Carl Malone,
3: John Stockton type of duo. Yeah. But I don't remember, I remember Michael Jordan being great. I remember watching him play. I remember all the other stuff, but I don't remember the intensity of the games. That's fair. Like, you know what I mean? Like how, how back and forth they were, how battled it was. I had heard about the flu game. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Had no idea it was food poisoning, you know? And then, um. Just like the Nike deal even. Oh. Come on. Just it's just I don't so know So the
0: Nike deal he was forced to show up by his mom? Yes. Uh, he, he he wasn't going to do it because it wasn't Adidas or yeah. something like that. And Adidas was the big name for basketball yeah. shoes at the time. And now you just well, no, don't Con- see well, no, somebody was, without Air Jordans.
3: Yeah. Converse said he's we got too many other big shoes. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. it was Converse. Adidas said we're shoe. a hot mess right now. We can't make him a shoe. Uh,
0: but yeah, Adidas is what he wanted. Yeah, they said right. we, we, we can't handle it right now. I mean, come, I mean, that was crazy. Like, okay, mom, I'll go. But how smart and was now, Nike
3: to say we're going to, we're going elites. to, we're going to? I mean, the agent, best friend for starters, for demanding it. But Nike saying, you know what, we're going to do this. And then now, I mean, him, Jordan and them have made so much money. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, that so many of the people that hated playing against Jordan in a lot of those clips, they're all wearing stuff with Jordan's logo mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. You know, it's a right. great.
0: Those are they're great shoes. Like some of those shoes I stand. Never, okay, I I'm, some of those shoes stand the test of time. Like tough. the shoes he's wearing in the '98 playoffs. I want to buy a pair. Uh, are still good technology created shoes? Like for now. So now I'm sure there's a little bit of tweaking that could be done to them, but if you bought those shoes and wouldn't and play basketball, you'd probably find very little difference with your feet at a brand new pair of shoes.
3: So they're done well. They're done right. Mm-hmm. There's a handful of people at work over the past year or so that have really been sneakerheads and you know, just so neat and cool. You know, and I always bought shoes from a standpoint of how many like get get the most durable shoe for the cheapest price. Yep, me too. And everybody, <coughs> all of our friends with the East Bay magazines, they had the Jordans and they had uh, the Barclays. Kids at school, the, the kids at school. Too. The Rodmans. You, you get know some I mean? dirt everybody. on my shoes. Yeah. We're gonna fight. Yeah, but and I mean, I'm like. Never ever got a chance to get a pair like that, and so I've actually thought about this.
0: I got the pair that said air on the side whenever Uh I was like in eighth grade or something, seventh, eighth grade at Lyle's. I got the they had like the cloth stitched on air on both sides, I guess, of them. The one that kind of was the coolest thing,
3: the one I think you're talking about, you know, towards the end, that those types. I've actually thought about it like. I might at some point in time just be like that's a present. Dude, that for was me. one of the first like I might, just, like, I might sho- buy a pair.
0: That was one of the first like hidden shoelace holes. Yeah, because they were the little things under the yeah, and I, which was a huge appeal at the time. People yeah. hated like having the shoelaces twist up and all that, you know.
3: So I'm 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 strongly considering it.
0: Finding a pair of yeah, because I think Jordan's every once in a while they bring
3: back an old pair. They reproduce them.
4: Never owned a pair. i'm thinking about it i think okay
3: so
0: okay so but listen while you're going into this this, while you're going into that season in live in real time Mm -hmm. it's not near as appealing to you about the shoes because you're you're older at the time you're more wanting to see the the play on the court and the impact and all that stuff uh but see, we were grow- so we were in school where kids were like, all oh, they were talking about was shoes. Yeah, and I, you weren't all do, all you're talking about was shoes.
4: I do not understand the shoe culture. I don't understand. I don't get it.
0: I I don't either. <laughs> I don't get it either. In terms of I got to go spend two hundred dollars on a pair of shoes. No, buy something that you can afford, and then make. You know what? Guess what? If you have one hundred and fifty extra mm-hmm. bucks, you can then yeah. buy ten meals for yeah. like. Five days, ten days, whatever it is,
3: hundred. Like I don't know. You can probably see this, tray. Yeah, dude, dude. Oh my gosh, they're still like th- those those particular ones, like one hundred eighty nine, yeah, yeah. hundred fifty.
0: If see, if I was gonna do something like that in terms of nostalgia, I'd go back to the Jordan ones. I'd go back and find the original Jordan shoes.
3: Well, he's. I mean, I. I wouldn't. From the standpoint of wear them. Ever. Yeah, that that poor man's feet were bleeding. He said after he played that last game.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Shoes were made way different within the six or seven years that he made that deal. Yeah. So
3: I guess it was the. the I guess it was the thirteens then. Dude. That were the ones. That were the coolest.
0: So. Michael Jordan is he the greatest ball player ever?
3: Yes. <laughs> Basketball player, or just yes. athlete in general?
0: Basketball player.
3: Yes. And In theory, he's
0: potentially the greatest, uh, sport specific athlete of all athletes for whatever their sport is. How many times has, how many times has Brady been to a championship and lost and won? Jordan's never been to a championship that he didn't win. I didn't realize that his, that his, after his retirement, he came back and played, uh, in the '95 season, where they were trying to like tank, and he said, "Not if I'm coming back," and he took that team into the playoffs.
4: And they lost to the when they lost to the Magic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then yeah. they came back and beat the Magic the very next year when yeah. he had a full year to get out of the baseball shape back yeah. into basketball shape. I mean. I'm not saying he, – he didn't single-handedly do – and no, no team sport can you single-handedly no. do anything. No. Tom Brady would not be who he is without Randy Moss in that stint, without the other players, yeah. without the offensive line, all that other stuff. Who <laughs> And you can insert professional athlete here for that argument. Mm-hmm. But there, it's, it's arguable that Michael Jordan, of any team, in terms of championship and dynasty – He's at the top. He's at the top of the list.
3: No, he is. But I, when I think about, I mean, yes, I think Brady's in there. But like for me, I think when I think of what, um, well, how Michael Jordan practiced, kind of what he did, the student of the game he was, I think of Peyton Manning. There's a documentary that the um, they did where they shot some stuff of Peyton. Uh, I thought you
0: thought of Peyton Manning for Larry Bird.
3: No, I'm saying when they both retired. Oh, okay. I think they were in the same place in America's heart kind of a little bit. Okay. Maybe. I could yeah. be wrong. I yeah. don't know.
0: Peyton Manning won his last game he ever played.
3: Well, I, mean, I think a lot of people wanted to see him do like coaching or in the broadcast booth. He was really popular in commercials and so stuff. Larry Bird kind of done the same thing. Oh, I see. You know. Um, anywho.
0: Oh, but now you're saying Jordan and Peyton Manning are – no, I think I think
3: Peyton Manning was was like very Jordan esque with his approach to football.
0: <laughs> I think, I think we're getting far field. Yeah, there's. got dry eye I, trying to figure out. What yeah, you're no, saying. I'm going to
3: try to find the name of the documentary. Um, I watched on NFL Network, and it was really just incredible, and it showed uh, what a typical off season for Peyton Manning was. And what the dude did year in and year out was just insane. Okay, yeah. so I'd say – And hold on, hold on. I was just say, and he taught himself how to throw and handle a ball in a mirror after having that surgery and losing feeling in his hand.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that um, – so the 90, 96 to 98 Jordan and the Peyton after he lost feeling after that surgery that he had paralleled there because he had to retrain his whole body from baseball back to basketball, which I know it wasn't it wasn't probably tough for him who had already been playing for yeah what was it 11 10 11 years yeah. whatever it was. But well the, any athlete that
3: takes a full year off,
0: he took 18 months mm-hmm. off. Yeah. So uh yes, I mean he had to completely get back in the work ethic of basketball specifically. Yeah. And so yeah, there's parallel there I would say, but Jordan never had a Jordan never had an injury at the peak of his career like Peyton Manning had.
3: No. But how about Pippen, though? I really think they did. I was really concerned on like what this was going to show to the, the supporting cast You know, going into it. Oh, it was and almost it was, all about the supporting yeah. cast. That's what I'm that saying. I, I think great. it was really well done. I was yeah. blown away. But I really think so many times... In, in different accounts, of things you know Pippen felt probably overshadowed, and I he think he'd he be he, screwed.
4: And I would, I'll tell you, to me that was my biggest takeaway of the whole thing. Yeah, is because I remember when the you know the the fifty greatest players, the fiftieth mm-hmm. year of the NBA, and Pippen was on the list, and I've been I questioned it. Yeah, and uh, I I just I. I did not realize how great he was. Yeah.
0: It, it was arguable that he was the second greatest yes. player in basketball. Yeah. In that stint. Yeah. Once. yeah. Well,
3: to, to what? To understand. I mean, outside. Well, Jordan of, even said there's no Jordan without that. Right. Well, what he did, That's, I mean, what he was dealing with from a family perspective, I mean, my goodness. Yeah. And oh, yeah. And then to know why he just I'll just take this money because I got people to take care of. And, you know what and I and mean? not
0: realizing how the market was going to change it was, 6 what, years later. 18 whatever. million over 6 years. Yeah. God.
3: Yeah. But and, I mean I would I was that same Ross person and said though.
0: don't come back to me yeah. for a, a contract yeah. extension.
3: But but I get it though, right? I need I need the money now for my family now. Yeah. Yeah. And I need job security. Mm-hmm. I get that.
0: Well, and you know, the other thing about that just from a math, a pure math standpoint, 18 million over 6 years, if you're intelligent with that money, Number one, you can take care of who, whatever somebody needs. You can get it for them. Now, you can also find some wants in there, but you can take a, a huge chunk of that money and turn it into millions more.
3: Well, I'm gonna be honest with you.
0: You can. I'm not saying you I mean, did. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I mean a million the house dollars. He was interviewing, and in, maybe he a did. million dollars a year. I mean, call me Santa Claus. I'm gonna be doing some pretty incredible things.
0: But I guess that's my point is, you know, that first year he's getting, oh, mean, I got $3 million this yeah. year or whatever, if it worked out that way. And now he may be feeling like Santa Claus, but then he starts, once you get in the rhythm, it's no number one, the Cinderella phase of money goes away.
3: Yes. The more money you make, the more bills you have. I mean, yeah. yeah, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Well, what I'm saying is the less impressed you are by a bunch of money.
3: Mm-hmm. That's yep.
0: what I mean. So when you first get all that money, the Cinderella phase is there. Man, I want I want to buy the I want to buy two houses in on the beach on each coast, so, you know. I want to And then the house where I'm going to live, I want to make sure my mom and dad have a house. I want to I want 10 cars. Whatever it is, I don't it doesn't even matter. But that Cinderella phase is over, and then it's just I want a thing or and that's and that pretty much will satisfy a lot of that people that are smart with their money. Some people aren't smart with their money, and you see people who go bankrupt after they become
3: And most retired. of those guys we're not right. Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of those NBA. I mean, a lot of both NFL, NBA players, especially before they had the unions put in provisions for them and set money aside for them. I mean, a lot of those guys that were greats are homeless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hawk their rings, hawk their trophies, or whatever. Addicted to drugs. I mean, PTSD esque lifestyle similar to that of veterans for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Um, but I think his what he sacrificed physically in that last game, though. Oh. Yeah, that was heroic, man. Uh, that I was, mean, I, I mean, I've had back injury me. before, and there's just no—you could just tell. Yeah, you could feel it for him.
0: But see, that's the thing about sports in the '90s versus sports now. Nobody plays with that now. Nobody does.
3: Well, I mean, I, I'm going to give a shout out to I, the stars. I could
0: be off base, and or maybe there's just like a there's a couple that you could maybe name, but let's just. Maybe I'm talking from my high school coaching perspective. If there was any, if the championship was on the line, and somebody had a back injury where you saw what we saw with Pippen, they would have. They would have been. I'm done. I, I can't. I can't. And the word "I can't" or the phrase "I can't" was not in Pippen's vocabulary. It was. I need a break. I need. A, I need a minute. I need a massage. I need a shot of hydrocortisone or whatever it is. Yeah. I need something to get to give me more time. That's what that was his mentality. That mentality does not exist anymore,
3: in no, my I mean, opinion. You look at what I'm just going to get back to the stars. The flu game, same thing. Yeah, I mean, but back in that time, like the stars, you had uh, Brendan Morrow playing with a shattered ankle, in the last game, Guy Carboneo having his knee drained in between like the six periods of that game that took forever. You don't, you don't have people that are going to sacrifice their body as much. But then again, you don't. They don't have to anymore. I mean, that's the other thing. Sports, as as a whole, have evolved for good reason, as they should have, to protect people. But players really do have the power more so now than they mm-hmm. ever did before, to where they're like, you know, they are seeing themselves as a commodity, and they're protecting their investment. You know what well, was?
0: Um, that's fair. Well, but part here? of the invest part of the investment is the return on that investment, right? If you're protecting your investment to the point where you're not willing to do what it takes to raise your return are you you're only protecting what you've invested you're not you're not trying to get more
3: Well athletes you got to keep in mind are really screwed from day one you know um, a lot of a lot of parts of the country, even in high school, um, athletes generate a lot of money for the school district they get what a letterman or a ring? If they mm-hmm. if they get you know if they graduate or if they win the championship, but they they're not benefiting from that money other than like they're really snazzy you know semi professional stadium and whatnot. You get into college, shoot, NCAA makes more money than NFL. It's insane. Like they, like we talked about in one of our previous conversations. I don't know if it was on this episode or one of our friends, but uh, college football is going to happen. Not they don't care about the students. No. College football is going to happen because colleges are going to close campus because they can't afford it. Wow. Uh, one football season yeah. pays for everything else. I mean, I thought about before Ricky Williams, I think his junior year, University of Texas received over a million dollars from the NCAA just on his jersey sales alone. Yeah. So, I mean, these and they get nothing from it. So then you go into the NFL and only a handful, or in, in these sports when you're drafted, Only a handful of people are going to get the big money. And watch, he's about to get triggered now. Then you have the real heroes like Dak. (laughs) Don't get loud Who play for pennies on the dollar.
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh, And taken advantage of. What would you call him?
3: Real players? Okay. Heroes. Next. (laughs) Next. Heroes.
0: Listen. Yes, the point of sports, you go into sports knowing you are not going to make any money for a long time. You go into sport. most kids go into sports because they love the game. Most kids – or excuse me, maybe when they go into sports, their parents probably push them. But most kids who stay with sports love the games. I would have to say
3: they, they do love it, but I'd say a large, a large portion of, of folks who actually make it to higher levels are doing that because for them they see that as the only way out.
0: Well, that might so be true, there's, there's but more they're also seeing the love of the game. Well, no, so, but they're okay, but they don't see a way out until a door opens. Like, yeah, I don't but know, until man. that door I mean, opens, they're playing it because of how much they enjoy it, or how good they are at it,
3: and they're going to just show everybody. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, microphone problems. Um, you're obviously deck horse quarterback I'd i would tell you think. what but here's the thing though i mean it's much Trade more of a it. business now i mean when we played when we played sports in school it was pretty cool i thought i mean it was pretty legit i think you know at our alma mater you know the cadillac program was obviously the basketball program that you know that was fancy tournaments and just cool stuff yeah. i mean Fair. the basketball program is taken care of um fast forward to now i got to tell you, I really didn't follow school sports a whole lot. The boys really played soccer, you know, and then I get into middle school a little bit, and I'm like, okay. it's Middle school ball, I pretty much remember the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. High school football, though. I mean, and also even soccer, too, right, from what I've gotten to experience, you know, seeing you coach and stuff. But I'm just saying football alone. It's it's like a whole new world, man. I mean, you got high school programs that are that of – they were probably, or they're probably as advanced as some college programs when we were kids.
0: That's fair. And, mm-hmm. and then, but, I you, mean, they're the big dogs,
3: like the real big dogs. But kids in Garland, ISD, they, I mean, that Max Prep software. I mean, you have kids that are creating profiles for themselves. They have profiles. Oh, okay. they're putting they're well, marketing yeah. families are marketing their kids. Well, it's so they in can, early teenage years. Well, you know why they're doing that. Yes, they can get scholarships.
0: Absolutely. And it wasn't
3: available before. I'm not criticizing. It. I'm just saying it's a whole, it's not the mention of the love of the game. It's it's very much so a business.
0: Okay. Okay. I,
3: I think it's I okay. think it's career prep. You know what I mean? I mean like you, everything's it, career prep. But you have But pe- you don't you, have to play sports. But I'm saying you have people that do that try to check X Y and Z to guarantee they're going to get a, you know, X, Y, whatever. I'm saying, in foot, way, way sports are being handled now. You're, you're, you're having kids who are who are being put in a position to where they they're being groomed, if you will, to be a professional athlete. And statistically, it's like what? Uh, to One be and-
0: fair, to be fair, anybody who was anybody when we were growing up who was good enough to potentially be effective at the next level was being groomed to go to the next level anybody was
3: would you agree though that now it's just more available like social media but would you agree though no that it is done much more aggressively at at a younger age at a level in which we barely even saw into our teenage years i would say
0: that yes it's more it's done more aggressively because of social media because if a kid does well as a 15 year old or a 12 year old a parent is going to be a parent regardless a a player regardless how good they are is the best player on the field to the parent so they're going to do there is a there is a very small cross-section of what i just said that's like okay yeah they're they're okay that like downplay their their kid's ability or, or maybe fully understand their kids' ability. There are
3: some honest parents out there. I'll put it that way. It's not
0: many when it comes to sports because the parents are just as the, – the parents want to be just as devoted to the sport as they want their kids to be. The parents well, want to show support, and you're not going to show support to your kids if, meh, they're okay.
3: Well, I mean, I think it's about being a realist, though.
0: They're a good forward.
3: I think it's about being a realist, though. I think that's the problem with some parents probably don't enjoy watching their kids. You're getting
0: off on the wrong topic. The The reason why it's happening at a younger age is because soccer moms are who they are. And they will tout their child until kingdom come. And now there's social media type apps that can help them track all those videos they take on their smartphones plus any videos that get uploaded to any kind of other thing like we do huddle in high school. There are things to now showcase them, and so the reach has grown. Therefore, the participation with that reach has grown. But, it's, but the kids are still playing the game because they love the game, they're good at it. And I'll throw a third one in there. They want to impress mom or dad. I got kids that,
3: that don't play well, they get nervous when mom or dad are there. I'm just saying I think in a lot more scenarios now than back in the day, it's it's handled much more like a business than it in kid kids just wanting to play a sport. That's all I'm saying. Everything is.
0: Everything is. If we were to do this podcast twenty years ago, we would not have We'd handled, be rich now for starters. That's probably fair, but we probably wouldn't have handled it in the first year and a half as a business to the effect that we are right now because well, our reach would have been so small because social media didn't exist.
3: But, well, that's fair, but I mean that well, I mean the other flip side of the coin is if we had been in on this cutting edge of this type of stuff like 15, 20 years ago, we'd be so rich because we would have been the crazy people on, on YouTube. So Well that's fair you know, but, before we grew up mature and became, you know, but my point it is clean.
0: do you understand my point? Yeah. Twenty years ago Thirty years ago, whenever Jordan was playing, his mom didn't have a social media account to get highlight films on. He could have. He didn't have to go to North Carolina. He could have gone. He could have gone to Duke. He could have gone anywhere else that was premier at the time. If he had the social media, he, like UCLA, I think was huge back then. Let
3: me, let me circle Correct back. Correct me
0: if I'm wrong, but I think there were several top tier teams. I'm a circle. He back. went to one of them. I'm a circle back. Okay.
3: The reason that there's not a lot of people that would do what these other players did now is because a lot of the people that make it take it to the next level. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. But things are not quite like they were back then. Like there's the grind is not the same. The sacrifice is not the same. I think that's same. what I'm saying. Okay, well then we're agreeing. This is more of a potato potato moment than a tomato tomato, I think.
0: Uh, what'd you say about rolling the tape back? We gotta, yeah. we gotta roll the tape back on that one to see if we were in agreement. I don't think we would have had this twenty-five minute discussion had we been in agreement. You 25 both know, minutes ago.
3: Okay, not both. You know that we do this from time to time. This is this is very classic, average Joe's. I don't even. What know. do
0: we do? I'm right, and you jump on my bandwagon after twenty-five no, minutes of talking. No, I think
3: sometimes we've had thirty-minute sidebars with, regardless of what you felt about the position, you just want to argue a point with me. And I found the pocket today for the first time in a long time. So this was I'm just
0: Oh, you just wanted to argue the point.
3: No, I just enjoyed the the, the healthy debate.
0: Oh. That really, you were yeah. on the same side of me with. Of course you. I was the whole time. Of course. Wow. Okay. Wow. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, man, that we should we should have turned the third camera off for that one. That was that was very personal <laughs> between the two of us apparently. Goodness we're, gracious. We're sorry, Trey. We No, no, no. We right. love you and we're glad you're here. You were a nice, uh, in that last 20 minutes, you were a nice deterrent to, to kind of get the head nod mm-hmm. of, or the side eye. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, <laughs> or the dry eye there that, uh, the, the heavy blinking just to lube them up a little bit, man. That's so funny. Uh, well, Trey, man, Hey, we appreciate you joining and we're going to start to wind down a little bit. It's two hours and 15 minutes.
3: I've really been going that long.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. And, uh, of course and we have. We hope this is the first of many. Hope so, too. Because this... Thank you very much. Man, this this worked out well, and, and we had... This was maybe the first time we've prepped for an episode that wasn't political.
3: With a guest. Yeah. I think maybe even with just us. Well, I don't remember prepping much. The only thing I think I've considerably prepped for... Well, Well, I prepped for the CBD... Oh okay. Because I want I mean I wanted to oh, you to wanted us to, to know about Well, I wanted us to did. have a legitimate conversation about it be informational. But I think you took the the you took the the Pickem one way more seriously than I did.
0: Oh, that's true. I for, and I, and it paid off. Yep. I was
3: he's running stats looking. and and telling me like, "Well, you know, the chalkboard version of this that and the other in Vegas, all this." I'm like, "Dude, I just picked That was right up my wheelhouse. I go with like a gut that was, feeling on this. Yeah. Dude, I'm not applying that any was, math or statistics. Did, that was
0: not gut feeling. That was Homer feeling. By the way, Cowboys are on his <laughs> Super Bowl because it could have terrible. happened. Eight and eight. Yeah, was it eight and eight? Did well, it end first up being of eight, all, eight and eight?
3: First of all, it, it should have happened.
0: Okay. 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 Not with Dak. Yeah. We have a better chance next year if Andy Dalton takes the reins. That's trash. As dude. his first year with the with.
4: The where do you?
3: Where do you? Are you a huge football fan?
0: I'm a football fan.
3: <laughs> As we're wrapping up, how do you feel about Dak? It's fine. I'm the only person we've ever had on the show that likes Dak Prescott. So, oh, I like him. If you don't, if you don't like him, that's fine. You're just no. I think he's a great else. guy. I th-
0: yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think he's a great <laughs> backup quarterback. Yeah. I think if we, had, I could be wrong. I think if 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 uh, Mahomes goes down for four games, and you got Dak Prescott to come in behind him, you can go two and two. You'll go at least two and okay. two. Maybe you might squeeze out a third win out of those four games. And that's a that's a strong maybe
3: would you at least concede that he's the most dynamic option we've had since I mean I'm talking about like available. who else in this period of time would we have had a chance for and who else on the free market could come in and do anything more than he's done?
0: Go eight and eight almost anybody that came out of the draft no
3: I don't think so
4: no. I don't know. <laughs> finally, Daniel Jones
0: for New York.
3: Finally, you I don't have think, an ally.
0: No, for a stupid question, <laughs> by the way.
3: Hey, man, I'm going to take away New York's,
0: it. is it David Jones, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. You don't <laughs> think he could have come in and gone 8-8 eight and eight with the line he had, with the offensive weapons he had, and okay, th- yeah, for the starters, defense for starters, was a little sketchy. For
3: starters, again, if you look at a lot of where we went wrong, it was not Dak's fault. Play calling was <laughs> atrocious. We let a 14-year-old child be our offensive coordinator. I mean, come on. And then I got two words for you. Jason Garrett. Come on.
0: Jason Garrett was also the uh, coach of a 13-3 and 3 season. Jason Garrett was also the coach of a 10-6 and 6 season. Or, yeah, 10-6. and 6, Of a couple winning seasons. He wasn't just the coach of only eight and eight seasons. Okay?
3: He's also but, a coach that never made it to the big game.
0: Most of them are. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm if, you, just if you
0: just want to throw statistics about what ninety eight percent of coaches in the NFL or who have ever coached the NFL never got to the big game, so if that's your argument,
3: I don't, I don't. That
0: needs to maybe sidebar a little bit. Well, I
3: think if you look at the talent we've had on our team since he's been a coach, there's no reason why we shouldn't have gotten closer. There's no reason. I
0: don't. I don't disagree, but the closest we got was. Was it a catch or wasn't it a catch? It was a
3: catch, for starters.
0: Well, with both of them, Dez and Randall Cobb. Agreed. Okay, a little home, potentially a little home cooking there. I don't even remember where it was. Was it, in, yeah. was it in Lambeau? I don't remember. Okay, and it doesn't even matter. We didn't win when we could have won, and it was Dag behind the helm or at the helm. Okay. I mean, come on. He's not – He's not the guy that you have steer the ship. He's not. He's not. He he's living right now on his greatest season he's ever had.
3: But listen, so any other happen?
0: quarter any other quarterback with those numbers had a more productive regular season. But what ha- what would happen? What
3: would happen season? if we had an offense that was built for him? Oh my I God. mean, you
0: say that all the time. I'm sorry, you but look at quit. it.
3: Look at what they did with Pat what Mahomes. Is, what look is at the what they did with Lamar Jackson. For him.
0: Some uh, a couple receivers that are they're trying pretty to make him, stinking good. They're trying to make him something. Not a couple running backs that are pretty. They're trying to good. make him something. Not a couple he's not. tight ends that are pretty stinking. They're trying good. to make him an something. an offensive he's not. line that protected him more this year than they did last year.
3: What did they do with Russell Wilson? Did they make him be a certain type of quarterback, or did they play to his strengths? They played to his strengths, and look how well he's done for himself. But Dak doesn't.
4: Ha- he's not as big and as fast as Jackson. He doesn't have the arm that Mahomes has. He can't. He. I'm not the biggest Russell Wilson fan, but he's not. He he's, can't do what not, Russell Wilson can Okay, Jackson So, is. Okay, so this is getting creative. But move. that's what
3: I say. Here's the deal. You know what my favorite sports movie of all times is? Oh Jesus! Is Rudy?
4: Oh, it's the worst sports movie ever. Listen. Here's the thing.
3: I'll take I'll take heart and and leadership. Over victors. Uh, over over, just raw talent any day. I really will because I think that's what you want. And the same thing with uh, what was the guy, Tebow. That whole situation infuriates me because as much toxicity as you have in lockers with a bunch of idiots that ruin teams. Tim Tebow won a national championship. He won a Heisman. He took a team that hadn't been doing nothing since John Elway left, and he took them to the playoffs. If you didn't think – I hate the whole argument of what a quarterback is or isn't. I hate that. But this is a guy who said basically, "I'll do whatever." Like, why wouldn't you want that person in your locker room?
4: Because he's not a very good quarterback.
3: But he was a good leader. That got the best out
4: of people, and he's a nice guy. But you have to, you have to be talented. You just have to be talented. Not every college scheme works in the in the pros. It's almost it's but you're
3: telling me. But you look at some of these like losers that have kept starting jobs, and you're telling me that they, that they were a better Such option. Such as? Um, Philly's it. quarterback.
5: Uh, Wentz is a Carson joke.
3: Carson Wentz? Wentz is a joke. He's trash. They're so stupid for letting watch his name go. Okay. Foles? Yeah. They they, made a, they gave him a statue, and they're like, you know what? No, man, our boy Wentz has got this. Our boy Wentz has got this.
0: Okay, well, well now you're were, questioning the organization's stuff, not the quality of the quarterback. But well, just, they, were, I mean, they were on their yeah. way.
3: What about Mariota?
0: What about Mariota?
3: I'm asking what about him. Like you know what I mean? Like like uh Mariota
0: the, probably gives you the same as what you got with Dak.
3: And then oh, what's Maybe more that made that made the good run and um Mariota the Aggie. had
0: terrible teams in Tennessee, the Aggie, Yeah.
3: I mean, yeah. yeah, what about him? Uh I mean, he had a good season but like is he going to is going to make it happen or is he going to be another Fitz magic? Like, you know what I mean?
0: I mean, listen, at this point, give me Fitzmagic.
3: He's fun to watch.
0: You give me Fitzmagic, he needs a couple of games off, you got Andy Dalton to go in there and, and take over, and then Fitzmagic back in. Let him re- What about Javis him...
3: Winston? I'm just saying, what about all these other people that are like, at one point in time, someone says, oh, they're they're the right kind of quarterback, they have all this magical stuff. But the great scheme of things, they ain't done nothing either. How many quarterbacks? Philip Rivers. What's the percentage of quarterbacks Phillip that have been to the big game there? Oh, are... Philip Rivers. What about Philip Rivers? Not many. What about Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers is a younger Tony, Tony Romo? Romo. Tony Romo's worshipped here. Like he was like the second coming.
0: You're right. Tony Romo also
3: had more winning seasons. Well, he, he, well so far he's played longer, but. But if, if Tony Romo, whatever made Tony Romo so earth-shattering amazing. I don't think
0: Tony Romo is that great and a quarterback. What I'm just saying,
3: but a lot of people did. He's like, oh, he's been in the Hall of Fame. He's the greatest quarterback ever. Well, I just want to know, like, why is Dax He had good
0: then? numbers like Tony Romo yeah. did. This year only, really.
3: I'm just saying, he had the highest passer rate of any other quarterback. and The only person that's matching his stats is Brady himself. I mean, it's not all bad stuff. Yeah, quarterback rating
0: it says a whole lot whenever you suck. What about
3: Oakland's quarterback? Carr.
0: Jury's still out on Carr. What
3: about everybody that set foot in Cleveland? Number one draft picks. National champions. Give me give
0: me give me a Baker Mayfield fresh out of college going to the Cowboys with what's going on. Yes. No. Don't give me a don't give me a What 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 does Dak do at Cleveland? What does Dak do at Cleveland? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You tell me that
3: program is the reason that those other guys suck. Uh, no. Largely,
0: no. They're trying to rebuild from from bottom up every single year. You can't do that. You well, have to also, basically I mean, do well, what the Bulls did with
3: Jordan. They're also coming from bad stock. I mean, like what sooner quarterbacks ever made it. I don't know. But it was, here's the deal, though. It's going to be great because here's one or, one or two we things. We're wrapping up. We are. I <laughs> promise. I'm sorry. He's like, why don't I sign up for this? Here's the thing because we're going to have a fo- couple football episodes. And did you uh, Do you play fantasy? I do. Okay, you're going to have to get on the Average Joe's League. We're going right. to be more prepared this year. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, we ended up doing it really last minute last time. <laughs> um, but here's the deal. One or two things are going to happen. Everyone's going to be right, and I'm going to be the idiot who's been the Dak fan. Hold on. Or... Jack's gonna like be amazing and achieve Dude. greatness. And I'm Dude. gonna tell you he's holding, I'm probably he's holding rub out, it out in. of
0: like one of the highest contracts ever because of the four slash five year option. Because of a year where he had thirty touchdowns. Whoa. And apparently he's great. Well if I thirty him, touchdowns okay. on the list well, the of great of, of greatest seasons of touchdowns was like hundred and twentieth.
3: Let's look at what happened to his bestie. His bestie is a joke. And if you really want to criticize someone Whoa, for not okay, helping wait, us wait, get wait, over who's the bestie? Elliot, dude. The dude's a joke. I'm done with him. I'm i he's not produced for what we pay him for. I'm saying his behavior off of the field arguably, ain't much better either.
0: Arguably Dak has not produced for what he's being paid.
3: That may, oh, my God. Okay. Well, it is getting close to 10 o'clock, and we have been on for how long have we been for two now? Two hours and 26 minutes. Yeah. I don't want to, you know, I've eaten. You don't water. want to discourage
0: him from coming back because we that's get in fair. rants. That's fair. That's fair. I can't
3: wait till football <laughs> yeah. season. They better not cancel it either, boy. Man,
0: I kind of hope they do just to play devil's advocate. But that's, you know, that's neither here nor there.
3: Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl in the next two years. With and Dak Andy Prescott. Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dak Prescott's the MVP. Dude, I think the Andy Dalton transition, or acquisition was genius to get Dak to make a decision. And you know what? He told me everything he, need, he needed to tell me. He thinks he's worth more than he actually is. Ladies and gentlemen, we really, really appreciate you. This is Season 4, Episode 16, regardless of what the episode cover says. Uh, Trey, again, we appreciate you coming out. Uh, this This lovely discussion that had zero animosity and it was uh was was a lot of fun for me i hope it was for you it was very
4: much i appreciate it
0: and uh and we'd love to have you on again whenever time permits and uh you know that it's always fun with the average joes that's all i'm gonna say
3: it really is, and we appreciate uh, all the participation, man, uh, the activity on the page, keeping people straight. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. I mean, it's good yeah, stuff. Whether
0: it's disinformation or whether it could potentially be disinformation, we, we'll never know. Yeah. You know, because... Unless you look. If, well, here's the deal. even, you even like. if you look, you, you still may never know. <laughs> I mean,
3: cornucopias are fun, but here's the deal. The average media. We love healthy dialogue. Cornucopias. So. Cornucopia. such <laughs> <Are you? laughs> I saw that post from earlier, and I was like, did this dude really just post Uh, He went
0: in, all all six points or something like that. It reminded me of a meeting I had with Principal one time. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) this is the podcast. (laughs) This is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by Average Joe's Media. Check us out. We're on all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms. Uh, You can find us just searching Average Joe's JOS Media anywhere.
3: Until next time. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. Telling you to keep it clean.
2: One, two the foe average joe and joe boo on your radio ready make a podcast so turn it up because you know we about to mix it up with music sports games and more on the podcast things you think you don't care about ain't nothing but a joe thing baby two guys with mics getting crazy we picking up material daily so don't miss an episode